Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams, and you can't see me. It is Coach Greg Adams back in here new, new, new world order. with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Thursday Night Crimson Capsules. Thursday Night After Pill. Thursday Night Roski. The second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. New, 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 new world order. And you in here with the Bruce Wayne of the the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the Notorious One. New, 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 new world AKA order. Mr. Coach Lini, better known as the Prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you in the Desert Storm Bunker with the CGAC God Allah. And you know what it is. It is the eight-time, the eight-time, the eight-time Devonatai Champion of the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love always wins wants to know why are you always talking like that? Why I'm talking like that? Because I'm the demonetized champion of the world. All right, man. We got a great show today, man. I'm popped up. I'm excited. We got Ebony Williams. She's not on the show. She's not on the show, but we're going to talk about that, sister. You know, I will put hands on her. I definitely would touch her up and down, but that's beside the point. We got a great show today, man. We got lots to discuss, and we're going to talk about why women create the men that they ultimately hate. It is one of the things that I've been telling you for a long time. They create the men that they ultimately hate. Today's topics, we're going to breeze through them before we get to the Ebony Williams thing at about the hour and 45-minute mark. And we're going to be ready to go. And I got to let you guys know to contribute to today's show, Dollar Sign, the Notorious CGA. And Vimo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. That's pinned to the top of the live chat. That was my free agent lifestyle channel. And we got the super chat capabilities on the Notorious. New, 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 new world order. The Notorious CGA channel over on YouTube. And shout out to everybody. Is Fakebook here? Anybody on Fakebook? Give me a thumbs up on Fakebook. All right. I better check on my family on Fakebook. I don't know what's going on in my life here. All right. But uh, give me a thumbs up. Click that thumbs up on Fakebook. All right. Anyway. <laughs> We got a great show today, man. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go, man. We're going to do a great episode here of the best edutainment on YouTube. New, 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 new world order. And without further ado, let's get to the super chats, and then we're going to get on with the show. Albert Wesker says, CGA, will you do a Jordan Neely remembrance stream? Oh, man, what happened to the, what, Jordan Neely? I had to look him up. All right. Is that a brother? The brother that got choked out, lost his life. This is all I know. He was a Michael Jackson impersonator. And um, he does dances on the train and something happened to the brother. Well, right on time. Ninja's going to have to die. I'm just letting y'all know it's right on schedule. Now, they're going to start gaslighting y'all ninjas, just like predicted as CGA predicted. It is time to start to talk politics. The Republicans are going to have their first uh, debate and ninjas going to have to die. Mm. I'm just letting y'all know. Lots of ninjas going to have to be gone. I, it's it is what it is. And um, what this is, is the second attempt of the gaslighting. So they're just planting the seeds. It's not time to burn anything down because, you know, he had mental health illness. But I just want to bring you guys back. The first one was what? The dude that showed up to the doorstep of the 84-year-old former SS Army member or something like that. All right. And he was supposed to be the racist grandpa. He had that reading rainbow-ass uh, uh, son, grandson come out. Remember that? That was the first one. This is the next one. All right. Ninja's been dying in the streets for the whole last two years and ain't nobody said a damn thing. But now we going <laughs> now we're going now. This is the second one. Remember, this happened with George Floyd because uh, the first one was 
the first, before George Floyd, they had like two right in right up front, like back. They had like two or three right up front. They had the dude in Georgia. I think his name is say my name. I'm, I'm bad with names, but he was jogging. Oh, he was just jogging. And then LeBron was like, they're shooting us and killing us in the street. Right. That guy. Then they had another ninja before that. Then they had another one. And then George Floyd, you know what I mean? So it kind of follows a pattern of pre-election uh, uh, ninja Olympics. All right. And so I'm assuming y'all got to watch your neck, man, because they're going to start uh, taking care of ninjas right now. They're going to start snuffing ninjas out right here. Yeah, Maude Arbery. That was before George Floyd. It was kind of like a back-to-back-to-back. And, oh, the Kenosha guy was before that. Yeah, Wendy's, Kenosha. It was the Wendy's guy, then the Kenosha guy, then Maude Arbery, then George Floyd. You know what I mean? Then they had y'all. They had y'all messed up. They had y'all riled up. They gaslit the hell of you, hell out of you. And then they really was like, damn, they didn't riot after the, the Kenosha dude. Because everyone had a problem. Every story had a problem. <laughs> in the story that the, the problem was always debunked, and then it created this situation where nobody cared. It was like Ahmaud Arbery. He was just jogging, and then we found out, well, he was kind of doing something more than jogging, not to deserve a death, but... And then it was the Wendy's dude that took the gun from the police, and he ran off, and then he deleted the... Pol- yeah, and then, yeah, that was, that was a little weird, and then it was the other guy um, it was the other who was the other one? Um, there was one before I can't remember who it was. Um, yeah, as anyway. Anyway. So anyway, that's kind of how it goes. That's kind of how it goes. It's gonna be one, one, two, one, two, and the media is gonna put all this attention on it. Everybody gonna be marching in the street, and then all of a sudden Joe Biden gonna bring his ass out there and say, I'll solve it, just vote me in, and then all of a sudden it is what it is. So anyway, be be prepared for that. Be vigilant and don't be the one caught getting choked out and snuffed out. All right. That's that's all I'm asking you to. You don't be the one. Oh, Kenosha. It was the Kenosha guy. Remember the Kenosha guy? He went to go see his baby mama who called the police on him. And then he walked out with a knife and then they 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 shot him. But he but he lived. And then he had like a he had all this history of of, of, of violence or what. And then he had the knife. Everybody was like, he didn't have a knife. And then he was going to reach for a knife. It was a, so everybody kind of, it's just what it was. (laughs) This is crazy. Do not be the one that gets snuffed out on the account to get the Democrats back into the office. All right. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All right. Other than that, you vote for who you want to vote for. All right. Anyway, anyway, street fighter 88. Shout out to you. He says, Coach, you are absolutely right about the government stopping military pay. He says, I served in the Air Force in 2008, and they almost stopped our pay due to the recession. So a guy actually came on the show when I talked about stopping military pay, and I said, that's possibly one of the things that would happen. And he said, they'll never stop military pay. Well, um, they'll find a way. But I, I, you know, this guy's telling me they were in the military and they're probably trying to stop their pay. Um, and sad, sad existence, man. If the military brothers can't get paid, Lord, like, what do you do? (laughs) What do you do? My Lord. I mean, if you're not paying the military brothers, who should get paid? By the way, what is the Navy doing? Is that the Navy out there? They got a transgender, uh, or not a transgender. What was it? I can't tell what these people are half the time. A drag queen promotion recruiter. Hold on for a second. I got to find it. (laughs) All right. I got to find it. All right, our armed forces is getting weird. I actually have another video of some some ladies that are in the armed forces not talking very positively about their experience 
I mean, what's the it's not a surprise. But the Navy has a drag queen. Let me see something. Recruitment. What are y'all doing, man? We I don't know what to tell you. I I don't know what to tell you, bro. Like, what are we is the Navy? It's the Navy, I suppose. The Navy doesn't have the best reputation, I suppose. All right, I don't know, man. Any naval officers here? They want me to accept some. Here it is right here. I ain't accepting the goddamn thing. It says right here, U.S. Navy deployed drag queen influencer to boost youth recruitment. You got to see this, right? Now, I mean, how is this supposed to? Is there something I don't know about the Navy? What are we doing here? As part of the recruitment drive aimed at the country's youth, the U.S. Navy deployed a drag queen influencer to assist in boosting flagging numbers in the military. Hmm. I mean, is this the last ditch effort for companies? We're just going to go after trans and, and but like, how does this help? I mean, is there a thing going on? I don't know. I watched, I watched that movie, American beauty. Maybe there's a thing going on. You know, we, I just don't know. It doesn't seem right, but uh, it seems very YMCA village people and shit. You know, the Navy kind of, I ain't going to say it, but the you guys in the military, you might already know. Uh, so shout out to Street Fighter 88 for the sponsorship for the day. And of course, the Lion Empire Legal appreciates you for the sponsorship for the week. All right. Getting getting named and named over here. What do we got here? We got uh, Johnny. Well, let me see here. We got uh, Johnny Law says eight years with the baby in the lap of the Oldsmobile. That was earlier today. Shout out to Delicious Dave. We'll call you Double D and pause. <laughs> Paul, shout out to you for your super chat. Dr. Thunder, I got to get you on my show. I don't do many people. on. Wait a minute. I don't put many people on my show. So maybe I'll go over to your show. All right, I'll go over to your show one of these days. He says, Ebony keeps making this worth shut up already. She keeps digging a hole. <laughs> All right, yeah, pause. I don't, Ebony, Ebony, what's her last name? Ebony Williams is digging a hole. She just doesn't understand. So she's tone deaf. But we're going to get to that. Ebony, Ebony Williams is definitely tone deaf. Shout out to Dr. Thunder. Go check him out over there. All right. Smart, smart brother. And Miller is in the building, says, we're the prize, man. We're the prize. And then when you know that, you know it. Okay. Let me check up on Aceto Rusco, says, PSA to all barbarians around the world. This might be the best chance. To, we'll say get at the neck of these United States coach. The military is done, man. I say, hey, brothers, it ain't like it used to be. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. They do have some dudes over there. That's that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like they got they got some dudes in the military that. You know, they love being there. <laughs> they love being there. But I don't know, man. I got to find that video of uh, the women going around asking other women. But their experience is like, why or why did they join the military? There was a viral video on Twitter. Now, there was a lot of people caping for these girls saying, oh, this was, they were just doing this on their downtime. Um, you know, men have videos like this. But let me see if I can find the video. Uh, maybe maybe I don't even know where it is. But, yeah, they, they had some women in there. And they these are women that got into the military for some reason or the other. And most of them had it for no option. They had no option. OK, I lost the video. I lost the video. It was viral. Let me see here. Military girls. So you military brothers can know. You guys know about the military girls, too. Okay, that got the. Okay, so let me do this. Let me do the military. This isn't a part of the show. 
but I'm going to pull up the drag queen, the drag queen influencer for the Navy. Too scared. Okay, so this is the Navy, allegedly the influencer. For, oh, no. Is this true? Does this drag queen influencer help uh, persuade you to join a man? What? Yeah, I mean, maybe is this part of the Navy, though? Maybe he's just doing a Navy costume. Maybe the Navy don't know nothing about this. <laughs> Let's just hope. I'm just maybe there's something I don't know. I, I just don't know. Because I know that the other parts of the Davies, uh, they 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 going crazy. Let me see here. <laughs> like China. I think they were in the Marines, the girls. Let me see if I can see if they were in the Marines. Uh, I don't have the video. There was a video about it. Anyway, maybe one of these days I'll find it. But there you go, man. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the Navy doesn't know anything about this. I have no idea. Check up on Venmo. We got our man. We'll call you Garrett paying my tuition. By the way, the junior college is lit, Coach. I can't respond to everyone. Thank you for your guidance. Keep doing what you do. We win in the game around here. The junior college is a fabulous place. And I know the eight haters of, of CGA. There's like eight dudes or ten dudes around the internet that just despise me. But uh, I know they hate what's going on. But we're making our best adaptation like I tell you, Garrett, you're absolutely right. And if you don't know, join us over on Locals, even the haters. Um, we are, dude, you can't even keep up. You can't even keep up. You can't even keep up. And we're going to talk about that later. We have a brother named Wallow. I think his name is Wallow. He's going to talk about something that, again, I'm going, is this paying for P? What are we doing out here? We just kind of just frame it in another position here. So um, with that being said, with that being said, let's get into it. So I said, send the asteroid. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll send it. It is time to send it on that uh, dude here. My man sitting up there. Oh, you thinking about sending it? Let me send it on this first story right here. Oh, before we go, Delta Fox says moving to Summerlin, Nevada next week. He says, I'm going to keep an eye out for that black 9-11. Shout out to the coach gang. Well, you know what up. You've been a contributor for a long time. Do, do me a favor. Hit, hit me with an email when you get in town. All right, send me up with an email when you get in town. All right, so uh, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. You think you want to send the asteroid now? Check this out. The YSL public defender is considering an OnlyFans career to help pay the bills, Ninja. Now, I'm going to have to pull her up, but there's a trial going on, if you guys don't know, and the trial is going on with YSL, which is supposedly a record label, a.k.a. a street gang. Um, that's what they're trying to do and get them on a racketeering charge, a Rico charge. And I suppose I didn't even know they were being represented by a public defender. I don't is young thug being represented by a public defender. OK, I have no idea. But apparently she's struggling to pay bills. You know, they're overworking her right now. So I could focus on my career. And so she's like, hey, man, I'm struggling. And she's in a bind out here. You know, she's in a bind. She's like, I'm in a bind. Nate. She in a bind. I got to find a picture of her. She wants to start in OnlyFans. Hold on for a second. YSL Public Defender. I, I thought I had this up. All right, let's go ahead and find a picture of, oh, my Lord. This is this. I, hold on for a second. Let's go ahead and. I don't know whose video this is. This is a YouTube video. Okay, we got her out right here. Shout out to Hip Hop DX. 
This is allegedly, let's stop here, share the screen there. Share. This is allegedly the public defender here, right here. I'm supposing the defense attorney, Angela D. Williams. Hold up for a second. You want to do a what? Man, are you kidding me, bro? She want to start an OnlyFans? Let's read the, let me read the article while you keep the picture up there. It says, though it officially began several months ago, little headway has been made in regard to the YSL RICO trial. Some of the defendants, including Gunna, previously accepted plea deals, allowing them to return to freedom. Others like Young Thug remain behind bars. Just last month, the day before artists filed for his fourth attempt at bond, it ain't going to happen. The first three have already been rejected before proceedings even began. And Thugger's fans have been expressing their sympathy for the embattled artist and his situation. However, it seems that the public defender working on the YSL case are, are the ones who could really use some support. Attorney Justin Hill, I think this is, maybe this is not the woman. All right, but it says right here, Attorney Justin Hill spoke candidly about the low wages, all right, the low wages he receives for his work with the Atlantic, the Atlanta Journey Journal and Constitution. He reportedly signed on to the case for little more than seven thousand dollars damn thugger you in trouble now he's looking at bringing home 15k when all is said and done despite what well, that's what happens when you work on salary but anyway well they work on something else despite the fact that his income has more than doubled the lawyer believes that he can make more from working at a fast food joint seeing as the ysl tribe may trial may uh, potentially take years to complete now, which attorney wants to do OnlyFans? Let's get to it right here. And uh, I don't know if she was joking. I don't know if she was joking. But it says right here, I'm thinking I need to start an OnlyFans. Williams apparently submitted. This case is slated to last for about a year. And if you were to do the math, it would be $6 an hour, she explained. I can't take any new cases. I can't close any cases. I need something to survive off of. We were under the impression that GPD, wait, GPDC was advocating for us. And once they put their walls up, I'm thinking I might need to start an OnlyFans. Williams apparently submitted requesting an additional funds in March and later heard back from the director canceling their meeting. It says right here, a boss up new, uh, as boss up notes, a spokesman for the Georgia Public Defender Council. Um, and it says right there, uh, said that for the lawyers being impacted, that I don't know what the hell they're talking about. So I don't know if she's telling this as a joke. Let's see if she can say it online. Let's see. Let's see if she says it. For about a year. And if you were oh. to do the math, it'd be six dollars slated to last for. All right. So she's going to say it right here. All right. She wants to start an OnlyFans. All right. Let's get it. Let's give her a shot here. About a year. And if you were to do the math, it'd be six dollars an hour. I can't take any new cases. I can't close any cases. I just, I need something to survive off of. Criminal defense attorney for- Angela D. Williams calling out the Georgia Public Defender they Council, off, which is up. the state. They cut off the part where she was going to say OnlyFans. The news media cut that shit off. All right, let me see if I can go ahead. Fair use. That GPDC was advocating for us. And once they put those Ooh, walls up, Jesus. I'm thinking maybe I need to start an OnlyFans. Oh. Mm. <sighs> Hey, man, we gone, man. We gone. And shout out to her career, my goodness. So I could focus on 
on my career. So much for that, but this is this is the person who's gonna start in OnlyFans. I can see right from here that the Fupa print is going crazy. I mean, everybody can see that without even looking barely at the television screen. That the Fupa print is going crazy. It's not too far off from our belly deli girl. That that what is she talking about? Well, I know this this girl might have an OnlyFans too. I'm sure she can make a couple of bucks. All right, but I don't know if you can have the time. The Fupa print definitely going crazy. Here we go. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look? <laughs> Baby girl, y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose. So. Yeah. Let it. I know y'all see the football print. The football print go crazy. The football print go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Woo. Come on. Y equal X squared. Look at that thing. Maybe cubed on some days. Wow, man. The football print is actually out of the camera view now. I think they changed their settings on. Uh, You know what? I can actually get it up there better. I, you guys wanted me to see it better? You wanted to see the Fupa print? Hold on for a second. Let's get it up. Oh, I closed the window. <laughs> All right. Uh, sad state, man, that that young woman needs to start an OnlyFans. Is that the only option? They go right out. They go right out and slang peacefully. But, hey, there's always a buyer if there's a supplier. All right, let's get to the next one here. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. This should be a good one. Sister's taking a hit today. Here we go. All right, Straggle and Sniggle Theater, we're taking you to Atlanta Hartsfield Airport, where most people have more baggage than you need. And let's take a look here. Apparently, two sisters who you couldn't resist, uh, they couldn't resist putting hands on each other. Let's look at the video. Wow, Uh oh, it is coming out. Hold on, I'm gonna have to pause. I, I, I kind of do hope one comes out. <laughs> Wait a minute, that sounds like something from Atlanta. Hold up. Hey, um, hey, Atlanta, why are we got a bag up? Everybody bag up? Are we bagging up or backing up? I just want to know. Everybody bag up. Hold on for a second. Listen to her here. Hold up. Everybody bag up. The police. <laughs> she said the police is coming. Oh, man. Bag up. All right. Let me see here. All right, the police. Let's get into it. <laughs> oh, they come, they come back. Don't even make it work. Um, the more she's screaming, the more she drawing attention, but it asks, that's how it goes. Okay, okay, okay. And booty all up in the air, face down. Look at this position right now. I mean, I didn't notice it at first, but she got that thing tooted. All right, look at that boy and the skin out. I just don't need a titty to pop out on my YouTube feed here. She got that thing tooted. Uh, Atlanta, if you will, let's go ahead and give you the story as to why the straggles got the boxing. All right, let me see if I can go to the page. Why they start fighting? You think it's over a ninja or what? 
All right, let's get to it. Twitter has the story. I can't even close my page. What are we doing? Okay, wait a minute. What, what do we got here? Okay, oh, I got it here. Okay, let me see here. Uh, Spirit Airlines. Spirit Airlines in Atlanta caught on camera. Victim clearly smelled like alcohol on alleged attacker. All right, the 29-year-old suspect was heard on body cam footage claiming to be pregnant. Let's go ahead and show you that. She was definitely scarred up. One of these women, woman, one of these young ladies were pregnant or was pregnant. Shout out to Hartsville. A woman claiming to be pregnant allegedly attacked the Spirit Airlines employee at the country's busiest airport on Sunday after a few. After, wait a minute. You're pregnant and drunk. Mm. Pregnant and drunk. <laughs> oh, man. Her name is Q Maria Scott, age 29, faced disorderly conduct charges in connection with the brawl which broke out after an airline employee turned her away from the boarding gate at the D2 uh, gate at uh, what? Gate D2 at the Hartsfield-Jackson. I forgot about Mayor Jackson. Atlanta International Airport says best part of the melee was caught on video. She allegedly told the victim she was from West Philadelphia, born and raised, and was going to beat our ass. Okay, West Philly's in there. I knew it. I knew it. West Philadelphia. And the clip shared on Twitter by at GA followers showed a woman punching and tackling another into a barrier as onlookers yelled, stop. That always helps. Telling people to stop. All right. Two men tried to pull them apart. And before the video ends, but the police report said it actually took four bystanders to separate them. Yeah, these guys are acting like rabid animals. You know what I mean? They definitely would. Well, she. Oh. Oh man, this why they do her that? Why they do her that right there? <laughs> oh no. Why they do her that way, man? Why they treat her so bad? That's cold. <laughs> they didn't have to do her that. Yo. <laughs> Somebody said. I wonder what her race is. Kanye, you have any clue? I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Hey, uh, sisters. <laughs> sisters, I have to tell you, if I catch you like this, I will, my, I'm going to lose my erection. I'm just going to let you know right now. This is not going to work for me. I can't do this. There's nothing in my DNA that will allow me to look at your head like this. Okay, I can't do it. I don't care what the booty look like. I don't care what the titties look like. I don't care what the feet look like. I can't do it. All right. And so what this is, is for some reason, when they wear wigs, they got to put this cap on the back of the, on the top of their head as to reveal a little bit of natural hair as to trick you that there's a natural wig on their head. Okay. I cannot do this shit. If I ever snatch your wig off and your head looks like this, it's an automatic. I'm get, you got to get out, get the hell out of here. All right. I don't know what it is. This is not sexy. Imagine us doing things for men. Yes. You're doing this for me. If you come up and if I let you in the crib and your head looks like this, 
you automatically getting tossed. All right. Because I'm going to have a deflation going on and I won't be able to get it back up. All right. I don't need any ED pills, but I'm going to need some for this one. I can't do this. You look, you look goofy. Okay. You look stupid right there. I mean, look at the sage of your head and look at this little hat on your head there. That's, this is terrible. I'm going to, I'm going to immediately go down. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. Uh, shout out to her. No more needed. No more information needed about her story. All right. Is, is this pain for women or nah? Let's get to it or nah. All right, this is a uh, guy named Wallow. He goes by, he has a brother. I can never remember their names. What It begins with a G. Wallow and Gallo. Wallow and, I can't remember their names. It's no disrespect. Just bad with names. He, he begins with a G. Wallow and, oh, whatever his name is. Gilly, 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 Gilly. Wallow and Gallo. All right. Um, Let's listen to Wallow here. Wallow and Gilly. They just recently signed for Big Paper, so congratulations to those brothers. All right, let me see here. Play it up. You really want to knock a woman's socks off and 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 have her like just crazy about you? You're gonna do this. You're gonna do these three stops. You're gonna take a grocery shopping. Number one, let me right. give you the game about grocery shopping. When you get in there, you're gonna get two cars. Say, baby, go crazy. She's like, what you mean? Just go ahead. You got the joint. You gonna tell her go crazy? She got kids or something. She gotta get the zoom zooms and wham wham and snaps and juicy juices. <laughs> Well, you might be in line or you might be standing. She might be waiting on John. You stand behind and grab a kiss on him. I mean, let her know. You uh, okay. All right. Uh, let me pause this for a second. I'm uh, what part of the game is this? All right. Um, listen, I ain't mad at it, but I, is this macking or is this, is this pulling broads? Is this, is this like pre-relationship? Is this like, like what, what part of the, game? <laughs> I, all I want to know is what category y'all putting this in. Right? Is this masculine frame? Is this tricking? Like, I, I, I just want to know so I can, I can tell y'all ninjas, <laughs> right? What is going on here? All right, we're taking girls to the grocery store and piling up the groceries again. I'm not mad at that if that's what she wants to do. As long as the two toes goes up, I don't care. Okay, and not only that, as long as she leaves, I mean that's going to be deducted from any other expenses. I'm just letting you know. But this is major league tricking. All right. I mean, come on, man. Or is this game? Somebody said this is game. <laughs> this is the Riz Carlton. All right. This is definitely some upscale. Now, if y'all put this, ladies, what is this? Is there any ladies in the house? I've only seen one today. Y'all quiet. Oh, I, I got two. I do have two. I hope y'all, I hope to God that y'all call this. <laughs> this is not game. In my opinion, ladies, what is this? Is this tricking or is this game? Tina, what we got? Tina's in the, we got Nigerian Tina. We got our girl Delta Fox. We got, uh, wait a minute. Do we got another one? We got, uh, we, we got, uh, what's our other name? Love always wins. What are we doing? Teresa. Teresa wants the free groceries. These men, these women, bro. <laughs> these women ain't nothing, bro. They out here letting y'all pay the bills, ninja. They out here, look, it's called being nice. Look at this shit, man. I can't with y'all. I can't. It's being nice. All right, I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. Soon as them groceries get checked in and we put the ice cream and all the perishables in the refrigerator, all right, we got Karen in here running it up. 
I call it seeing if she knows how to cook. All right, that's a good one. <laughs> we got We got the ladies in here speaking up. Faith is in here. She says, if he's my man, sure. If not, I'm good. All right, Faith throw, turning it down. Faith turning it down. She don't want it. What do we got? Ten toes better be going up. I'm just letting y'all know. So Teresa, Tamika, Michelle, Tanisha, Tiffany. All right, everybody in here, just so you know, if I'm pushing grocery carts, double grocery carts through, 10 toes up. Tina, all of y'all. All of y'all. But guess what there? It's being nice. He's being nice. No, that's not nice. <laughs> this is tricking. And, and by the way, I, let's take this back. Let's just not call it tricking. Let's just say it's being nice. Is it pain? Ladies, that's pain right there. That is paying for the poon. Matter of fact, you're paying and you're not even going to get it. She's going to be like, oh, thank you for being nice. I don't know, man. I'm not following this. If I, anybody that follows this and think this is Riz, y'all, we lost the game. It's being a gentleman. I, I cannot agree with this. I would never do this to any woman that, first of all, I didn't know. That wasn't family. I would do this for all my family members. I would, I got, if I want to do this, I have four sisters. I would go to my sister's house and pay for four of the, all four of their groceries before I pay a strange woman. That's first and foremost. Now, if we're dating, I'm, I'm sorry, we're in a relationship, fair game. If if she didn't, if I didn't examine all of her, all of her areas of importance, if I've already examined it and turned her inside out. That's fine, too. All right, I already got it. All right, I turned it inside out. You never said anything. All right. But I haven't touched you yet. Touch. I haven't touched on you. This is not a gentleman. This is damn crazy. All right, anyway. Oh, my Lord. Let's get into it. What else does he have to say? <laughs> yeah, you need the 52-point inspection before you get this type of quality of gentleman. You just give her the Amex when she gets to the register. Baby, let me take this. Let me, I got to do this. Let me go grab that. She's like, oh, my God, he didn't give me the car. Usually where a grocery store at across the street is a gas station. Mm -hmm. Take over there, fill the tank, 93. Oh, uh, he feeling a oh, man. Hey, listen, here's the thing. There's this, this, I, I'm hoping he's going to get to the part that he throttles her. We got to get some. How? What are we doing, y'all? Guys, I will not advise you. <laughs> free institution, free institution. I will not advise you to do. This is embarrassing. The women in this group already. I, I thought I had, I had better hopes for you. I had better hopes for you. These women are like, yes. All right. You know, you getting ran through, <laughs> you know, you're getting ran through. There's no way. Soon as we get to the crib, you getting ran through at least twice. I done filled up your gas tank and and two boxes of two two um two two carts of groceries. The women are here. Yes, this is gentlemanly. Oh man, this is terrible advice. Guys, don't do this shit. This is what happens when men get money. <laughs> and then I please tell me at the end of this wallow that you're gonna have her 10 toes up. All right, here we go. Look up, my man. Mm -hmm. 93. <laughs> then after that. You take it to a woman's playground. You take it to Target. Take it in there. Go crazy. Oh. Mm. Now we...
This gotta be a joke. I know you joking. I know you joking. She better be 22, slim, thick, the nicest piece of calico, five foot two, 103 pounds. <laughs> this ninja, what? Now we going to Target. Now that's a $500 trip if you tell her to go wild. I know there's something got to be concluding at the end of this. This cannot be real. Somebody said, what year is this? Let me see. I don't know what year he said it. This was posted uh, December 2022. Nah, dudes. If Listen, I know y'all mad that I'm at the junior college, but I'm not do. At least I'm not doing this. Now we going to. OK, what else are we doing? After you leave Target, you know where you're going? Taking it, get that car detail. You can't run into one woman that been on a date like that. Because I'm never. telling you, they never. That, that's four stops, bro. And guess what? When you leave. And she cooking that, she cooking that salmon. That Wallow. Wallow. Come on back home, bro. Hey, Wallow, come back home, man. I don't know what, where are you from? What is, we... <laughs> they said that's a date. Wallow. Wallow, man. I don't even know. I'm stunned. Him, daddy. I, I don't listen to the whole video so I can give you a natural reaction. I am stunned. Stunned. I I don't even know what this. He's from Philly. Is this what y'all doing, Philadelphia? Is this what Philly? Is this what Philly's doing? That's what y'all doing over on the Broad Street Bullies. All right, the Broad Street Bullies. This is what y'all doing out here. I'm done. <laughs> y'all Broad Street Bully Philly cheesesteak eating ninjas are different out there. I knew it. What's our brother that's from Philly? That's always in here. Great supporter of ours. The city of brotherly love, man. <laughs> FBA pimping. This cannot be real. I know he is. Ladies, do not get your hopes up. I think he's lying to you. Hold up. I think there's something left here. Now we got salmon. We got salmon with the L and rice that she's cooking. Okay, here we go. With that rice or whatever she's cooking, she's thinking about you. Because that whole freezer got your name all over it. <laughs> when she crack open that soap, you bought that. When the raises or oh, oh, that near... The cleaner mm -hmm, legs and all mm -hmm, that stuff. Mm -hmm. You did that. If you won't go to Chanel and buy a bag, you know, if you're buying a real one, you five thousand in. Five in. You could buy a little small one, three thousand in. That's the same price point. It's less than that. Yeah. That whole place that I just mm -hmm. said, that whole go crazy package right there, that's under twenty five hundred. You really. All right, man. He got twenty five hundred. He said, "Hey, listen, I listen. This argument has been made by me as well. So, I mean." I, I see what he's talking about. He must be talking about a bad. She must be bad as hell. She must be bad as hell. My man said twenty five hundred. You know, as I say, she's not out of your league. She's just out of your price range. I have not even been near twenty. I've never been. I've never done anything like that. Okay, I've never even been to that price point. All right, not that I can't. I just it's not a thing of mine. So if he's talking about the difference between getting a bag a Chanel bag or uh, letting her go wild as the way to remember you. I don't think the memory is going to be positive. I don't think that she's going to remember you and think I love that man. <laughs> he says, I'm going to get back. I don't think that's what she's thinking. I think she's thinking you sucker. And she's going to still ask for the bag. She's still going to ask for cash. She's going to be like, oh, that was all nice and all, but I need $2,500. And you're going to be like, I gave you twenty five hundred. Remember, I let you go wild in Target. By the way, that twenty five hundred. This is 
this is way too high for what he described. I can only see it as maybe a thousand dollars. What are man? That is unbelievable. I think he's joking because you know he's a brother. But Philly, stand up. This is your own. I'll play it all the way through. Want to knock a woman's socks off and 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 have her like just crazy about you? You're gonna do this. You're gonna do these three stops. You're gonna take a grocery shopping. Number one, let me right. give you the game about grocery shopping. When you get in there, you're going to get two cars. Say, baby, go crazy. She's like, what you mean? Just go ahead. You got the joint. You're going to tell her, go crazy. She got kids or something. She got to get the Zoom Zooms and wham, wham, and snaps and juicy juices. <laughs> well, you might be in line or you might be standing. She might be waiting on the joint. You stand behind her, grab a kiss on her. I mean, let her know. You just give her the Amex when she get to the register. Mm-hmm. Babe, let me take this. Let me, I got to do this. Let me go grab that. She's like, oh my God, he didn't give me the car. Usually where a grocery store at across the street is a gas station. Mm-hmm. Take over there, fill the tank, 93. Fill it up, my man. Mm-hmm. 93. <laughs> then after that, <laughs> you take it to a woman's playground. You take it to Target. Take it in there, go crazy. After you leave Target, you know where you're going? Take it in there, get that car detail. You can't run into one woman that's been on a date like that. Because I'm telling you, they never, that, that's four stops, bro. And guess what? When you leave and she cooking that, she cooking that salmon that, with that rice or whatever she cooking, she thinking about you. Because that whole freezer got your name all over it. <laughs> when she crack open that soap, you bought that. When That's the raises or them or that near, the cleaner mm-hmm. legs and mm-hmm. all that stuff, mm-hmm. you did that. If you gonna go to Chanel and buy a bag, you know, if you buying a real one, you five thousand in. Five in. You could buy a little small one, three thousand in. That's the same price point. It's lesser than that. Yeah. That whole place, I just mm-hmm. said that whole go crazy package right there. That's under twenty five hundred. The go crazy package. Well, we do have a call in. Somebody wants to call in to speak about this. Uh. Let me see if I can get him in. Uh, for some reason, I can't find him. I don't know where I put him. Uh, oh, there he is. We do have him here on the show. Special guest. And uh, what would you like to say about this, sir? Uh, let us know. You didn't say that. Tell me you did not just say that. Yeah, I I, I agree with, I agree, Mr. T, Mr. Booker T. I definitely agree, sucker, that he just did not say that. I don't know, man. Maybe he did. And I'll get a copyright from the World Wrestling Federation later on tonight. All right. Tell me you just didn't say that. We got Esito Rusco. I got you here on the Super Chat, and I already hit you up. Thank you for the support. We got Delta Fox in the building. Tara McAdams says, oh, wow. She was on live with TLA. Now she finna be on OnlyFans. Was she online? She needs to start a YouTube. <laughs> she needs to start a YouTube. All right. Uh, YouTube is, I don't know. It's a little bit hard. YouTube is a hard, hard place to uh, make, make it. And it's, it's, it, it can, you can make it, but it's a grind. It's a grind. It's a full-time job, even if it's not your full-time job. Like you got to be passionate about YouTube and YouTube is the hardest platform to be monetized on. But if you ever get monetized, it's good. I used to be monetized, but I don't have a job now. But yeah, man, uh, somebody don't have patience for YouTube. So she wouldn't make it on YouTube. She'd have to do OnlyFans to get them soggy titties out. We got uh, Planet Fitness bro. Andrew Tate ruined the red pill by making it mainstream. Interesting. Um, I think people now easily try to attack the what you call Manosphere red pill. It's easier to attack now, right? And so you've had the people got the, the front runners would be Kevin Samuels, Andrew Tate then you could probably put Pearly and Myron. Those are probably the four people that that even the normies would 
would say they know. They're like, I, I know those. I know those four. Anybody after that is going to be measured against anybody below that is going to measure be measured against um, um, those four, those four. And so if people take shots at those four, then they're going to be like the manosphere is a joke. The manosphere is a crackpot. The manosphere is blah, blah, blah. And then they measure against Kevin, Pearlie, Myron and Andrew. Because those are the top four. No, no, no. Joker's in the middle with us. <laughs> Joker's out there. He's he's ahead, but he's in the middle. Those are the top four. Because all of those four have, uh, once you add a million subs, you're in the mainstream. That's the mainstream. Like, you've crossed over. Like, you, you, you're you being talked about by celebrities. I was watching somebody, and um, they mentioned Myron's name. And it was like a celebrity. They were like, oh, like that fresh and fit. Like fresh and fit is in the mainstream. Like they, they, they like celebrities know them and so forth. And by the way, celebrities know us too. Like we're in the top 10% of YouTube channels. I know you think that um, there's a difference between somebody that has a hundred thousand subs and a difference between somebody that has 500,000 subs. And there's not much difference. Okay. That it, those people are all in one group. 100 to 500, and then 500 to a million, and then a million up, you in the mainstream. So even if you're in that 100K to 500K, you still get in watch by celebrities. <laughs> like Celebrities are picking you up. Like people are seeing you. People are seeing you. People recognize, you'll get recognized on the street. 100%. By ce and celebrities know your name. They've at least watched you once, if not all the time. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the thing about YouTube and the mainstream. But the the four I I would say the four top people in what they call the manosphere, who people are going to measure the entire. Uh, what do you call it? The entire subsection would be Andrew Myron. And uh, Pearlie and Kevin, those are the four. All right. Anyway. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, shout out to uh, Nargo Media. He says, life is great as a free agent. Focused on my goals and enjoying life. Headed to Las Vegas next month as a single man after getting divorced. Wow. And he says, love your book. He says, coach, gentleman knows. He says, gentleman, coach knows what he's talking about. 100%. Thank you, brothers. And shout out to all of the men who have felt the effects of divorce. And a lot of times men who have not, they don't understand yet. All right. And then I keep telling you, <laughs> When you get there, the reason why I'm so vigilant about talking to you, brothers, and these brothers can attest, it's not that 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 we're just bitter and angry. What it is, is I'm trying to warn you, go ahead and do it. But when you get to the if you ever get to this point and Steven Crowder is knowing right now, nobody can help you. That's my main. I, I don't know if there's any main points, but that's the point you're going to really find out that you're on your own. Right. Because you could be like, oh, I'll get married and not everybody gets divorced. And if you happen to even mention divorce in your wife, in your house, if your wife happens to bring it up jokingly, you're going to realize really quickly there's no calling off the dogs. <laughs> there's a dude that it's, it's like it's like you're being attacked by pit bulls and you're going to want somebody to help you. And there will be nobody there. And you're going to feel a certain way. You're going to be like, whoa. You'll be like, my mom will be there. Nope. Hey, any man that's been divorced, tell him. Your mom will not be there. <laughs> your mom 
can't do shit, if you, especially if you're a black man. You know your mama ain't got shit to her name. There ain't nothing she can do. Okay? You will be off on the island. The majority of your friends will be radio silent on you. And if you had friends that that you had uh, friends that, you know, that uh, you and your wife had friends, uh, they're going to join your wife before they join you. You'll be on your own, Ninja. Okay? Everybody at your school, your kid's school, they ain't going to be cool with you like that. Your mom, the, the baby mama going to already have tore your ass up in the court of public opinion. So then you're going to be like, okay, what do I do now? I'm sorry, I warned you. But now you're hanging on to a cliff. You're hanging on to a cliff with your fingertips like Wiley Coyote. And there's somebody stomping your fingers. All right, <laughs> you're like, what do I do now? See you at the bottom, <laughs> right? See you at the bottom. I don't know what to tell you. And I hope at the when you hit the bottom, I hope you're still alive. I hope you come out alive. And then when after you come out alive, then your plan is don't get married again. But yeah, man, y'all gonna people don't know, but y'all when y'all will find out. By the way, Brown three one zero is here. Shout out to you, CJ says, Coach. I'm in medical school. Please do a stream about the dangers of dating women in a medical field. He says, I want to know what I'm getting myself into. And he says, I notice most doctors and surgeons are male. Yep. While everyone else is female, is it because the job is more difficult and that they're lazy? Well, I can't really tell you. I have limited experience about medical school, so I can't tell you. But um, but uh, being a surgeon is very difficult, right? Being a surgeon is difficult. Then you're talking about specialized doctors. That's difficult. Anesthesiologist, difficult. I would venture to say, I would imagine the most anesthesiologists would be male. I'm just going to guess. But then the smaller professions like child doctor, you know what I mean? Uh, podiatrist, uh, you know, OBGYN, you know, C plus doctors, ass ninjas, <laughs> nurses, medical assistants, filers, billing. These people are going to be women more likely. Now, this is not to say that there's not going to be any women that are in the surgery. But, um, yeah, you got to be on a specialized shit, right? You got to get yeah, veterinarian. <laughs> you know, these people are going to be, you know, to be a specialized doctor when high demand, you know, but, you know, it's going to be very much. It's going to be mostly male dominated for sure. For sure. I'm just guessing. And then, yeah, you got to have discipline. You got to be able to show up and all that stuff. Yeah. Pediatrics, podiatrist, foot doctor, woman pediatrics woman it is what it is i know you can do the date you can do that somebody do the data. somebody do the data on on um on uh anesthesiologists i'm gonna just venture just to guess that they're mostly men and and i mean because it's a precision job you gotta be you gotta be yeah optometry optometry yeah optometry there's no blood you know what i mean optometrist gonna be a woman Absolutely. Somebody says too much discipline. But yeah, that's going to be male dominate surgery, plastic surgery. Uh, uh, yeah. Medical surgery, brain surgeon, probably men. And um, then you have the lower ones, right? Or the smaller doctors, not lower, lower rung doctor, B minus ass doctors, C plus doctors. If this, if they're women who th this is the Ebony Williams effect. So those women are going to do what they're going to get in the field. And they're going to say, hey, I'm a podiatrist. I'm a pediatric pediatrician. I'm an OBGYN. They're going to want to marry a doctor. 
like a surgeon. And I probably would tell you, they probably don't marry that much. I, I'm just guessing. They meet him in med school. She's working on toes. He's working on brains. All right. And she's like, hey, we can be a power couple. I probably don't think so. I probably don't. Uh, doctors don't marry doctors like that. No. No. <laughs> I think doctors, doctors marry trophy wives and stay at home moms. That's what they marry. They don't marry lawyers. They're not the Bill Cosby's. There's the exceptions to the rule. Doctors smash their nurses in the doctor's quarters. By the way, I actually trained a couple of uh, wives that had doctors as uh, husbands. And um, they would tell me stories about when they would go to their hospital and go, go to general hospital, go see their husband. And the nurses be fawning all over the doctor. Oh, Dr. Smith. Oh, Dr. Smith. We love him. You're lucky to have Dr. Smith as your husband. We keep your husband well. We're the wives away from home while your doctor's here working 12 hours saving humanity. And we take care of Dr. Smith. And we got to, and, and then they go, they go in the back. They have access to his private doctor's quarters. The nurses do. The nurses. And they do that gawk gawk 398 on that doctor. Oh, you need a break from your. Very, very difficult surgery. I'll take care of you. I'll go into your quarters and I'll make sure everything's ready. <laughs> right. And the wives looking at the nurses like, hmm, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing about doctors. They do have access to this is the whole thing, man, you know. But women in medical school, you guys, if you're in med school, do not get distracted by the women in medical school. If you're in med school as a man, just pay attention. You're about to be in the upper echelon of many men in America or the world. You're going to have your pick of the litter, okay, when you get out of med school. You're going to have your pick of the litter. Don't get one-itis. Don't get – you don't have a lack of abundance. You're in med school, ninja, as soon as you get done with your day. <laughs> I just think of the forget of the word. As soon as you get done with med school – and you go out and do your, uh, what is it called? It's slipping my mind. I know it, but it's just slipping my mind. Your residency, you do your residency. Man, you got your pick of the litter. Why in the hell are you rushing it? <laughs> Why are you rushing it? Finish your residency. Do your shit. You know what I mean? Be the guy that's just getting picked on and kicked around a little bit by the big doctors. Let them get the note. Do your residency, your clinicals. Get your ass out there, Ninja. You're going to be able to pick. Just pick right. So anyway, don't rush, medical school guy. Take it easy. Let them get, don't get you distracted. Do not get into relationships while you're in med school. Anyway, shout out to Hashim Shabazz, 250 in food stamps or dinner with Soldier Boy. <laughs> All right. Are you asking me? Crazy. All right, shout out to Blue Baggins. He says, wallow is what happens when you spend a few 20 years in jail. Get out and get a few million dollars in your pocket. Yeah, that, that could be it. I think he was locked up. Did he do? He did 20-year bid? Oh, that's what happens. But a lot of people don't know that. So they, you know, wallow and Gilly, they're street guys. So a lot of people, they won't listen to me. They'll listen to them. And then yo goofy ass is going to go there with two grocery shopping carts and tell the girls of the coach gang to go run, uh, to go buck wild. Man, please, I'm giving you straight cash. Mm. You can get your own groceries, or you can get groceries. 
But you're gonna you're gonna do something. There's gonna be groceries eaten at my place first. All right. <laughs> Sucker for love ninja says my baby mama had the audacity to ask me who hurt you. And I said, guess who it was? You bitch. It was yeah, you. Bitch. It was you. And that's you. They like to know who hurt you so bad, but they really don't. <laughs> they really don't. They really don't want to know. Mr. Albert, divorce is freedom. It's like being released from early parole. He says, I want to thank the prison warden, a.k.a. my ex-wife, for signing those papers. And Mr. Albert, hopefully she signed them earlier, sooner than later. But yeah, divorce, uh, divorce is a freeing thing. But uh, unfortunately, it is something that you got to, there is a price for your freedom. And uh, as I said many times, you've never seen the grass greener. You've never seen the sky bluer. All right, pause. You've never seen the sun brighter. You've never seen the clouds as white and fluffy. This is what it is. But you get up out the house, man, you be like, I remember when I got, when I left the marital home, right? Th let me give you a story about Mary men. And then I'll give you Ebony Williams because everybody's here for there. I'll skip. When you're married, you don't, and I got, I, I got separated right when Instagram got popping. Okay. So my, my timing of my timing and the entry of the dating marketplace was buck wild. Okay. And it would be similar today because today you have the junior college, you have OnlyFans, you got hoes, you got Gen Z, you got millennial hoes, you got 48-year-old uh, Fricknick hoes coming. So I got out when Instagram was just popping, right? I mean, it was a damn, man. I was like, what is going on? So let me just tell you just to frame it. It was the year 2012, 2013. Before that, I married and when you're married, you know, like you're not trying to you're not trying to run game on girls. You're not trying to meet girls. You're kind of awkward with girls. You kind of awkward in your rhythm of talking to women. Right. Because, number one, you're kind of like, oh, I hope nobody sees me from my church type shit. You know what I mean? I hope no friends can see me. I hope. So you're not really laying it down with the confidence. Right. You just kind of weird with women and. They're hitting you. They're scratching the back of your neck. Oh, you're a cute married guy. Oh, boy, look at you. They petting you. They doing all this shit to you. Oh, you're married. Oh, I bet you love your wife. And you're like, ee. you all goofy and shit. <laughs> you really don't think girls want you. You really don't know that people actually trying to throw you some puss. Yeah, you're an adorable. Oh, look at you. Oh, they hugging you, patting your back. Oh, yeah. And uh, you don't even think girls will throw you the puss. You don't even, because if she does, you're sitting there like, did she throw me the puss? No, well, I'm married. How, how am I going to get it? You try to figure out how you're going to get it. All right, I got to be home by 6. I got to work till 530. All right, I'll go out real quick. And then you thinking about how you're going to smash her in the backseat of your car. You know what I mean? Because you ain't got time to go in the snooty fox. You don't have time to whip out your credit card and put the snooty fox on the credit card. So you trying to be, oh, shit, okay, all right. All right, uh, three Sundays from now. <laughs> three Sundays from now, I'm going to meet you around the corner. I'm going to leave work early. I'm going to tell my boss. <laughs> you trying to do my wife gets home from the picking up the kids. Then they take she's gonna take them to soccer practice that day. All right. So that way, that way I got four hour. All right. So now 
She has soccer practice, and I'm going to get off work a little bit early. I might get caught in traffic. So three sun, three Mondays from now, we try to set up a whole block. <laughs> right. And then, guess what? One thing going to throw the whole goddamn thing off. All right. One of your kids going to sprain their knee. Can't go to soccer practice. You like, oh, shit. Your wife called you at work on that Monday. All right. Jimmy can't go to soccer. He sprained his knee. Oh, shit. Damn, she's going to be at home. I was going to jump in the shower and wash all the perfume off. All right, you calling a bitch? All right, don't wear no perfume. <laughs> don't wear no perfume, no lipstick. Then you meet her at the uh, the bar with the piano player. Doom, 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 and you haven't drinks. You haven't been on a date in 12 years. You haven't been on a date in 12 years. You walk in the restaurant hoping nobody see you from your job. You didn't left. Open nobody from your church or your school or your you like, oh, damn, sitting down. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you enjoying your drink? Uh, and so what, what, what do you do? <laughs> the piano player. You feeling all weird. You and your goofy ass married man clothes. Like, uh, why don't we beat it? Why don't we beat it? Why don't we leave here? I only got like an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> so then he said, you come in with the glasses on. You like with the, come in with the glass. Wait a minute. Come in with the glasses with the nose on it. <laughs> you come in. Jesus. You be like, why don't we beat it? I got an hour and 15 minutes. You go in the back, you go in the back of the minivan, get her back in the minivan. You be like, all right, here, let's do it right here. This is all the time I got. <laughs> you hit roar five strokes. Five strokes, raw. You hit it. Raw, five strokes. <laughs> you get them, you get that peace leave. You ain't felt peace leave like this in 12 years. You like, God dang, juicy wet, five strokes. Bust all up in her walls. You shoot up the club, every goddamn thing. You ain't thinking of nothing. And guess what happens? Guess what happens? <laughs> You'd be like, sorry, I just never happened before. Usually takes me an hour to get one off on my wife. I'm just out of rhythm. And uh, yeah, uh, perhaps I'll meet you in a couple of weeks. She gets out of the car. She gets out of the car leaking. Your whole minivan smell like Badussie now. Your whole minivan smell like Badussie. You get in, you figuring out how to stop at a gas station to wash your salami in the sink. You get in the car, old minivan smell like Pudusi. You like, how am I going to explain this shit to my wife? You got all the windows down, the moon roof open. You spraying all kind of shit in there. The minivan smell like, woo, all over the seat. She left a spot on the seat. You get home like, oh, sit in the parking lot. This is going to be a mess. I hope she doesn't smell it on you. You walk in the house, my, your wife's there putting an ace bandage on your son's knee. You see your wife. Hi, honey. I love you. You know, you oversell. You oversell. Hi, honey. You give her a hug. I really love you. <laughs> you kiss her. She go, wait a minute. Come here. Because she got a nose like Toucan Sam. She like, hold on for a second. Come here. Let me. 
What's that on your mustache? What in the hell is... Was you at the gym? Was you playing basketball? <laughs> she ain't going to say nothing. She's going to be like, oh, okay, all right, you was playing ball? Okay, yep. She's going to put it right here in her memory bank. She's going to put it in there. This day, this time, you came home smelling like Badussi. Yep, glitter all over yourself. Goofy-ass lip glop. Lipstick all under your... She just going... All right, this nigga cheating on me. He cheating on me. And guess what's going to happen? That's what's going to happen. Six weeks later, you thinking of all that Pudusi you're going to get next time, and you got it planned out now. All right, we going to the Snooty Fox. I can't do it in the minivan. Guess what? Six weeks later, you be like, there go the bitch right there. Whoa, wait. Hey, we still meeting up? We still meeting up. We meeting up at the Snooty Fox this time. And she's like, oh, I got something to tell you. What? But you got something to tell me. Are you sitting down? Am I sitting down? What I need to. Hey, man, just tell me what you talking about, man. I think you need to sit down. <laughs> and you think is she pregnant or she got chlamydia that you're going to give to your wife? The next time you sleep with her in four weeks from now, you're going to give your wife chlamydia in four weeks because that's the next time you're going to have sex with her. So you're like, please, God, don't let it be pregnancy. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yep. We need to talk. You're not going to like this. Oh, my Lord. All because you wanted some strange. All because you try to get it a little cheated on your girl, man. Hey, man, yeah, it's crazy. I think I'm late on my period. Oh, man, please, no. I can't have no outside kids. Should have thought of that when you ran up in them guts and shot up the club. <laughs> Somebody said, stop exposing the truth, coach. Only I can tell it like it is, all right? There's married people. There's got to be one married guy or a single guy. That's not how it is. Just look at the chat. They're telling you. They're telling you that's how it goes, bro. That's how it goes. Married men slip up one time. See, married men slip up one time and get a woman pregnant because he just out of rhythm. A married guy's always finishing in his wife. He ain't pulling out. He don't got no condoms, so he don't come prepared at all. He don't even got time to drive to the store and get the condoms. He's like, I don't want to even do that. So he going to go up in there, shoot up all the club. Married dude, come in. <laughs> Mary guys let them know man it's a tough world let's get into XL Pro Services is back in the building thank you brother good to see you again alright we got uh, let me see here for the show on YouTube Cody Rhodes is in the building that's what we'll call you I try to give you a little bit of a few code names alright Mary men don't be sloppy out here Demon Deacon OG Pretty thug. He says, oh, that's what happened to Wallow. That brother got frozen in time by prison. He says, I kept waiting for the punchline that never came. I already smashed and about to come back from more for more degrading or degradation. We call it to do that. Yeah. Uh, you don't got to take no girls to go shopping like that. Now, again, if she's on the regular, she's regular. You know what I mean? There's a difference. There's a difference between providing. I know I'm not providing for a stranger. At all. But if you've been through, if you've been through the junior college rotation with CGA, I mean, that's you, you, you're going to get some, you're going to get some, it'll be all right. I don't, you know, 
I don't leave the girls hanging. All right. Old women, no, no, you ain't getting no groceries. <laughs> All right. Where are we at? We got two more. Oh, uh, do we? Yeah. No, we got Maryland guy. We got two more. Yes. He says, I know two married guys on my job that have outside kids. There you go. Two strokes. Shout out to Maryland guy. Says, I met with a woman who told me she has six degrees. He says, yes, that wasn't a typo. Thanks to you, I thought about all that student loan debt. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language. Pathology. It is bad out there. Six degrees. I don't even know if you need that. We're going to do Ebony Williams. CGA is going to do Ebony Williams next. I'm going to skip the line. For the people who joined the show for that, hit the like button. We got our man, please don't use my government name. We got Zeke the four five. He says, yo, I noticed the women actually are turned off when I tell them I'm single. He says, like, they just can't believe it. Seems like they prefer you being single. If I told them I had a girlfriend or was married, shaking my head. Well, that's just kind of a, a, a single does work against men, right? Because te te technically, Women get aroused by men that they can't have. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Women get aroused by men that make commitments. That's arousing to them. And I think they call it something. They call it something. Our scientific guys, they call that something. I wouldn't say social proof. It's a little bit more um, difficult than that. Oh, okay, social proof. But um, it's a, I think there's another term for it. But if a man's commit ha has a commitment, if a man has a marriage, they associate that with you being able to make a commitment versus a single guy that will never make a commitment. Oh, pre-selection. Thank you. Competition anxiety. But pre-selection, I think, would be the best word for that. So they look at that as, wow, he's able to be a gentleman. He's able to marry. He's able to stay. Because they'll ask you this. I know this. If... If she's really looking for a commitment, she'll ask you everything about your girlfriend or your wife. All right. Say you have a wife and she says, oh, you're married. She sees your ring and you go, you go to hide it. Don't hide it. She already knows you're married. She's seen that shit a mile away. She'll ask you everything. Oh, do you love her? Did you propose to her? Was it special? How did you propose to her? Oh, how many kids do you have? What are their names? Do you love them? How active are you? Oh, you're a PTA father. Oh, you coach their team. Uh, she getting wetter than Niagara Falls. She getting wetter than the Niagara Falls. How did you do it? Oh, my God. You, you didn't propose at a sports game? Wow. You went to Vail and you dropped down the double black diamond and then you proposed to her at the bottom of the hill? Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, you're such a good guy. She starts scratching your ear. <laughs> right? She, they loving that. They loving that. So in their eyes, they're like, damn. And then here you come, Mr. Single Dude. I'm just coming in to beat that peace leave up. And you stand over there. You look at her. You hit her with all the stuff and all the game and all of this and the objections. You got it all, baby. Yeah, baby, I'm going to do this to you, and I'm going to do that to you. I'm going to flip you inside out and upside down, and then I'm going to run through you more times in a hollow tunnel, and I'm going to pimp you, and I'm going to put you on the track, and then I'm going to make you pay for all my PlayStation 2, and I'm going to do all of this shit. And she comparing that. She looking at it like. <laughs> she looking at, okay, who am I going to the room? Who am I giving the peace leave up? This goofy ninja over here or Mr. Commitment? <laughs> right she'd be more liable to give mr commitment some sex before this goofy joker 
So that that guy that one that guy that walked up to the woman, that's one of his numbers game. <laughs> he just shot a blank, and that was one of his one hundred. And he's got he's got he's got ninety eight more rejections coming, but he wasted his one number game on this woman. Meanwhile, she's pining for Mister Commitment. Yep, pre-selection. It is what it is. If a woman's selecting you, it, if you show up and a woman says, "Oh, you're single? Yeah. How long have you been single? You'd be like six years. Free agent lifestyle. She gonna dry up. She gonna look at that as something's wrong with you. What the fuck's wrong with you? You're 32 years old. You've been single since what? This is crazy. Like why? <laughs> why are you single? Well, I'm enjoying my peace, quiet, and freedom, and I'm enjoying the life. She's going to be like, <laughs> she's going to give a married guy some sex before you. She will be bent over in the bathroom. Giving <laughs> she will be giving that married guy sex real quick before she give you some punani. But that's just how it works. You try to hit her with some red pill shit. You the goofy dude that be trying to hit her with some red pill, you know, because feminism. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's got these girls focusing on their career. I don't have time for that. You hit them with every red pill talking point in two minutes. Well, they're actually what's happening is there's there's this feminism and this fooled women to believe that men want women with degrees. And as a matter of fact, we don't like degrees. <laughs> women should be at home cooking and cleaning and they should be virgins. And they're running around here on the cock carousel. And I will not. Ref I will refuse that. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Greg Adams said hypergamy. <laughs> and Myron and uh, Kevin Samuel said she done dried up. She like, man, I'm out of here with this. Bitch. <laughs> I swaddled the red pill because I was a blue pill. Then I was a purple pill. She's sitting over there like, oh, my God. <laughs> Yo. My what I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this, gentlemen. Whatever you hear here, keep it here. Do not tell these women, these normie ass cuckoo birds out here, these chicken heads. Do not tell them anything we talk about. Do not tell them anything we talk about. Do not debate them. Don't talk about the red pill. Uh, what happens in the red pill stays in the red pill. Do not talk about that shit out at the public, at the bar, club, nightclub. Don't debate about stay-at-home moms. Whatever she say, just switch the subject. If she start talking that shit, just divert her ass the other way. Girl, we don't talk about politics around here. Girl, you talking about politics? Aren't you having a good time? Let your hair down. Let your hair down, man. Hey, here, man, then shove a drink in her hand. Here, drink that drink. You ain't talking this stuff around here. We came here to have fun, didn't we? Lord have mercy. Man, just shut up. Just shut, 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 shut your mouth. Hush your mouth. <laughs> right. All right, let me see here. That's what you tell them, man. Are you talking about the internet dating? Please, girl, look, man. I was thinking about something else as you were talking about that. That smile that you had on my face on your face. She said, What smile? The smile I'm fixing to put on your face. Uh-huh. I see you smiling. And you know what they say about girls that smile when I smile back. You know what they say, right? Mm -hmm. What do they say, sir? What do they say? Well, I was asking you. Tell me. You tell me. Yeah, baby. Mm. <laughs> All right. Man, leave that shit at home, man. You know what I mean? 
what what this does, what this does here, what this does here is to arm you. We're arming you for the bullshit. We're not arming you so you can tell them we're going to get you women straight out there and you go out there to everybody and repeat everybody's talking points. No, keep that shit here. You got the armor. Put your armor on. When you walk outside, you're armed against all the bullshit. And when you see the bullshit and start recognizing red flags, just look at it like there it is. Bitch got a red flag. You don't have to call that out. Red flag, bitch. Then that bitch, you got two more red flags. You got more red flags than the Chinese Communist Parade. Look at you. Hoop earrings, red flag. Tattoo stamp, tramp stamp, red flag. Spider tattoo, look at you right there. Single mama, red flag. Y'all need to be out there. Drying up peace leave left and right. Man, put your armor on. Just go out, put your armor on. Bull nose ring, look at you. I bet you you ride the cock carousel. And you have daddy issues. <laughs> All right, man, please. Are you at the junior college? I bet you're at the junior college. You look like you're at the junior college. You look like you'll take 250. Are you a freshman at the university? Y'all need to chill out. Chill out. <laughs> chill out. Just do, just, yep, calling them straggle daggles. You're a straggle daggle, I bet. Just calling them chameleons. You're a chameleon. Mm. <laughs> All right, man, listen up, man. Do, do not, you don't need to tell them that. They already know they in bad shape out here. Just go out there. You're armed. You have you have the arm. You have the shield of protection against you. You know it. Just see it and then know where to dip, know where to avoid. Let's get back to the show. Let's bring up Ebony Williams here. Uh, Where is she at? We got a lot to talk about. We'll talk about more after Ebony Williams. What are we doing here? Ebony Williams double and tripling down on her goofiness out here. And let's give you a picture of Ebony. She's a fine piece of thing. And that's her problem. One of her problems is she's been attractive for a little while. At least she has clear skin. Let's go ahead and show you a picture. I think she was on a TV show. I looked at her reg resume, her resume. And this is her a few years ago. As you can see, she put on a she's packed on a couple of pounds as expected. I believe she's in her 40s. She's an educated sister, which is, you know, educated sisters. They believe they're in a class of their own. They they going to get their ninja wake up call and they ninja wake up call uh, usually results in them being uh, dying alone. All right. And so um, she's packed on a couple of pounds since being on this real housewife show. Uh, I see her mostly being photographed with white men. So uh, she will admit that she be out here, out here, uh, you know, allegedly bedwitching. This is another picture of her. Yeah, I mean, she's a good looking sister. She's a good looking sister. There she is uh, a few pounds slimmer. You know what I mean? But everybody knows uh, the plight of the light skinned woman. All right. The light skinned woman has a very, very difficult life ever since she was a youngin. I'm talking about a youngin, youngin. I mean, youngin, more youngin than you need to know. People have been trying to get at that. Right. Top tier, high caliber being drug dealers, Nino Brown, all right, uh, rappers. Everybody been trying to get at her, right? And so she thinks she has the pick of the litter for life. Even white men will go over there and go over there, have her all up in the bed, 10 toes up. Let me go ahead and find her here. Let me see here. She a judge here. She got a judge show. Um, you see, this is her right here. I never heard of her before uh, all of this controversy. Uh, this is her right here. She has a law license. I think she commentates on family law. And she also commentates on uh, civil law, I believe. I think I don't know what her background's in. 
But uh, let me see if I can pull up a couple more pictures. There's her with Mark Lamont Hill. All right. I'll leave it at that. There's her here with her ex-fiance. And so she's uh, not a swirler because she looked half white, light bright, almost white. I can't tell what her heritage is. She's sort of racially ambiguous, but I think she's a sister. Uh, but there's her ex-fiance right here. You see that Wall Street, probably uh, head of the law firm, right? You know, and all this stuff right here. Yeah, she's kind of an apex predator. Here she is here with another light bright, another white guy, it looks like. So she tries to go over there. I think, you know, she has no problem going up over there and getting, I think, well, that's Andy Cohen. So that's that. But that that's her. You guys see the pictures. You guys see what she is. She's on the apex predator list, right? And plus, combined with her education, she's in the 1% in terms of value propositions for men. She's a celebrity. She's has uh, money. Uh, she thinks she's smart. You know, she thinks she's educated. There's a lot going on there. There's a lot going on there. Well, let me take you back to the beginning, gentlemen. I'm going to take you back to the beginning. This is going to be the original clip. Then we're going to go with her doubling down, clapping back. And then she even double quadruple down. And then she doesn't realize that she's the common denominator. Okay. She's trying to put up a defense for what she said, which was partially true, partially false. Okay. She's not who she used to be. She's still attractive. Somebody's going to say, she out of your league, coach. Okay. She she was about 15 years ago. All right. But that not today. She ain't. Let's get to it. Would you date a bus driver? You. Would you date if a bus If he owns driver? the bus. If he owns no. it. If he owns the bus. See, that's, a that's a problem. That's a problem. And there's the purse lips out. Black women. But for some reason, black women think they're cute and they're kind of clownish. Right. Um, their, their, their humor seems to be their, their humor always seems to be ill-timed. Has anybody else discovered that? Like some women don't are not funny at all. Black women tend to be a little funny and it would be funny if the timing was there, but their timing is always centered around some sort of attitude and mm -hmm, mm -hmm, what we call the sapphire. Yeah. The sassy sapphire and the timing of the joke always is off. Like they could never get the timing quite right. You were like, well, if you said that a couple, if you said it this way, it would have been right. What's going on with my TV screen here? All right, but let's get back to her. So as my, I think the sun's hitting my, my television camera. So let's continue. Because the standards and requisites, and I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games all day. <laughs> I'm not talking about mm -hmm. that. But the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is off for who mm. we are as women and who they are in this society. I would date a bus driver mm. if he was, if he loved driving the bus, if he was a man of integrity, if he was good to his mama. She getting that old school tongue lashing right there from uh, Ayanla Van Zandt. She getting a tongue lashing and she's sitting there and she's somewhat embarrassed. This is the look of embarrassment that some of these women get. And uh, you can tell within the eyes that she's embarrassed and she can't call it back. She's figuring a way how to get out of this. And so what happens when she's embarrassed, if she's embarrassed, the one thing that they do is double down. They double down when they know they dead ass wrong. And she's going to show you that later. If he treated me well, I would. Okay. This look right here is despicable, but let's go to the next clip right here. Let's go to the clip back here. So this clip right here, she looks different. How do, why does she look so different? Let me see something here. Oh, her hair is parted on the other side. 
All right, I'm assuming this is a rear hair. So now her hair is parted in the middle, and now she's going to double down. Let's listen. Out of the 50,000 plus comments posted on social, I only saw a handful that even considered the possibility of a bus owner being a more aspirational position. Yeah, I mean, somebody says she aged 10 years. I mean, she did. Like, I mean, she definitely aged 10 years in like three days trying to do this, but uh, that's neither here nor there. And recognizing that I am actually speaking and pouring into the ascension of black men when I said what I said. But see, no, some of y'all were too busy naming and shaming me personally and black women in general. All right. So I, I, I did that as well. So, Ebony, I'll, I'll give you that. All right. I was talking about your looks, but um, you've used your looks to get to where you are. So it's fair game. All right. Now, if you talked about my looks which I think is laughable. I love when people talk about my looks. I'm like, that don't have shit to do with what I am and where I got to in my life. Men don't use their looks to get to where they got. Looks are almost irrelevant. And looks can be completely irrelevant if you get your ass all the way to the top. So my looks are not important. Her looks are got her everything, almost everything other than her studying for her bar examination. So men's looks are irrelevant. Now, if you want to go ahead and clown it, all right, I'll add, I'll hand you a chapstick for them ashy ass lips. Okay. Anyway, all right, let's get to you. Let's get to what she said. Sorry, the volume's low, but let's get to it here. Her looks got her on that television show, not that degree. Here we go. As undesirable gold diggers and much worse. Now, I suspect that some of y'all are the same men that were bringing home C's and D's on your report cards, only to then be coddled by parents that said, well, that's okay, as long as you're doing your best. All right, so she's taking a shot at average men. Okay, she's taking a shot at average men. Uh, we're going to talk about a dynamic that she's missing out on, but okay, all right, we bringing home C's and D's. I'm, I'm sure Mother's Basement and Gay or some of that's going to come out now at some point. Here we go. Well, listen, I love and believe in the excellence of black men. So no, my dear, C's and D's or any other form of mediocrity is not okay. No, I will not create a soft place for you or anybody that I love to fall comfortably into the bigotry of low expectations. This is the Jezebel spirit she's speaking from now. This is the spirit of Jezebel. Okay, so uh, what we know about the story of Jezebel, we've broken this down, is that the Jezebel, even as she was falling, even after she was learning, she could actually came back with some humility, to the bitter end, she was defiant. All right, and so that is the story of the Jezebel, to the bitter end, even to the to, to the point of her death, even to the, as she looked into the black abyss, the black hole, she doubled down in stubbornness, unwilling to move, unwavering, unapologetic, which is fine, but you're in a position where previously you were talking about availability of men. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing that we got to clear up. She was talking about available men. Now, when I come on my show, I'm not talking about available women. So if you say, well, you do the same thing, too. I do not. I'm not asking, well, why ain't women doing this? And why can't I meet women that do this? And I'm not saying that shit. I'm telling y'all, let it burn. But she's, on the other hand, talking about, well, we don't have a good enough available crop of men. And then now she's belittling all of her potential clients right here. All right. And so now she's going into the spirit of uh, uh, um being unapologetic look at her face her face is all contorted look at this <laughs> as she's delivering this sermon from on the mountaintop of jezebel there she is un uh, completely defiant 
completely defiant that she's burning not over you know, all the bridges for herself. She's burning the bridges for other women who are agreeing with her. Yeah, this is what happens right here. I mean, but it's fine. Look, if you destined to be single all your life, fine. Let it burn. But now she's revealing. This is called she's taking her mask off and revealing who she is. She's taking her mask off, and now you can see who she really is. This is also she's exercising the feminist of her own. She Remember I told you, if you were with a woman, if you guys are out here dating, exercise the feminist. This is the feminist exercise right here. This is what you would get after all the smiles, after all the six months of hearts, the six months of cuddling, the six months of doing this. This is who she really is. This is your ex-wife in divorce court. Yep, she's lifting the bell. She's revealing what's under that skirt, right? Um, she's actually opening the, uh, the, the uh, you're seeing who the Wizard of Oz is. This is who you really are going to get. This is who it is. And so she tried to hide it, but now she didn't let it out because she's angrier than a wet hornet right now. Let's get to it. So I'm going to say one more time. So out of the 50,000 plus comments posted on All social, right, she got something more to say here. Hold a up. handful that even nothing wrong with driving a bus. My mother Gloria drove one for years. But could it be that black America has been sold a narrative of average, regular and typical being good enough for us? I mean, she doesn't have a, she's not wrong. All right, continuing. Well, see, that's called white supremacy. No. <sighs> now, what she tried to do is reel y'all ninjas back in with simpleton talk. That's white supremacy. Wait a minute. You, let's go back. You didn't want to date a bus driver. Let's stay on topic, ninja. <laughs> let's bring it on back with that manly ass voice. Ma'am. You, you, we got here because you said you did not want to date a bus driver. Then in contempt, you said, well, if he owns the bus. And then you doubled down and talked about ninjas being C's and D students and lack of available men in your black men in your dating pool. When you be around white men all the time, then you got the nerve to spring out white supremacy. Mm. See, see, this is why you can't do this. As I say. Be seen, not heard. I know it seems weird, but she could literally not say much and be winning in life. And she might not believe me. She might be watching me. I know she's paying attention to who's talking about her. If she used the be seen, not heard, she'd actually be winning in life. But instead, she's creating the problem not only within herself, but the men that she's uh, the men that, that that try to be with her, that try to be what she wants. And then she's here belittling the guys. She's here deflecting. She's not being true and honest to herself and wondering why she's in the position she's in. So now we at right supremacy for no reason other than to try to uh, pack uh, talking points back with the group of people who seem to be weak for things like white supremacy. All right, but let's go. And in this case, it takes the form of conditioning black Americans to happily accept being a permanent American underclass. Now, has nothing to do with what you were talking about. I mean, maybe if you want to say the being a bus driver, I was listening to Dr. Dr. Thunder and he says bus drivers make $60,000 a year. Being a bus driver, if you do it right and you start uh, driving the bus all day and taking sports teams to their games and uh, you get the preschool bus and then you get your high school route, then you get your middle school route, I'm thinking you can make a good bag. 
But she's calling bus drivers and blue collar workers, not just bus drivers. This is where the prop. I know the body, the audio's low. Apologies for that. I can't. I can't help that. What this is is black women in particular directing their angst at blue collar men, specifically blue collar black men. Okay. Now this is where the division is. Now white collar white men might have their own issues. They do have their issues. And definitely the metropolises. If you live in the country, the Midwest, you might not have as big of an issue. But typically, most black women are centered in the metropolises, right? The big cities. And thus, they think that if they move up the corporate ladder, if they move up the educational ladder, they can laterally move to a man that of their desire, of their qualifications. But there's a problem. There is a problem with that. If you delve into the data for black men and women, when you get to corporate and education, when you get to white collar versus blue collar, overwhelmingly, there's a lack of representation for black men in the white collar educated and the um, corporate world. There's a lack of representation for a bunch of reasons. And I'm not going to say white supremacy, but black women have been the gatekeepers at many of these institutions of higher learning corporate institutions they've served as double quotas in her in hiring they've gotten opportunities for hiring they've gotten funds raising goldman sachs banks scholarships all of these things and they delve themselves to be the top student loan owners of any race of women so they're saddled with the student loan debt then they go and look and see the available pool of black men and it just ain't going to be there it's not going to be there just on the data alone the amount of black women that qualify that think they qualify for a white collar man, if they're going for black men, they're slim pickings. And it is what it is. So now you've actually now started to belittle the men who could not capitalize on those opportunities. And now you hate the men you created because all the time on the way up, you created these men. You saddled them now. You want to talk about white supremacy, the amount of women in these communities that put these men on child support, that allowed these men early in their lives to risk their lives in order to save them when they were out there acting irrational. The amount of these men that have gone to jail and to, to the court, the amount of men that haven't, that, that these women, uh, the, 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 uh, what, what was the girl's name? Carrie Hilson. The amount of these men who joined gangs and been in gangs and thugged and ran around and shot up the club and, and uh, tried to impress these women. These were the women they created because this behavior was somehow rewarded. We like the thug. We need a soldier. She was that she was that woman back in the day. Now she doesn't like these guys. Oh, no, no, no. I want to educate a lawyer black male. Well, he likes white women and Asian women and Latino women. And he likes pass. He likes to use his passport. And he's got opportunities with a bevy of women, including the top notch sisters that don't have attitudes. OK, so he's got more options than you. He's got way more options than you. He's in the top. One to two to three percent of men in America, you are somewhat slightly above average. Okay. Now, with that being said, there could be chances for you to meet up if you're in metropolises like Houston, Atlanta, Washington, DC, and such. Now, if you're out of those zones, it's you're up Shits Creek. If you're in New York, Miami, Los Angeles, Chicago, and you're a black woman and you're rolling up the ladder, when you look across, there's not going to be that many black men up there with you. At all. And if he's up there with you, he got way more options. Then you're going to have to look down at the blue collar men. And now you're shitting on them. These blue collar men make 60 to $100,000 a year. 
Okay, you created these men with the narrative that they ain't shit <laughs> as you walked up the ladder. Now you created these ain't shit ninjas. Now that's all you got to select from. So your ass going to be sitting at home alone talking about there's not an available pool of men. There's not. There's no thug and ninjas that got law degrees that are out there looking for women like you. And if there is, he's got a lot more to pick from than you. So there she is again. She has a major, major issue. Let me see if she can wrap this up. Then she doubled down even more. So we want to hear this. She's in contempt of CGA right now. But see, because I know the truth about black folk in America. No, average is not and will never be good enough for me. And the gag is, I don't think it's good enough for you either. She thinks this is so smart. She thinks she's so brilliant. I mean, I, I don't even think she's even She's not even even touching on. I, I uh, Let me say this. She's not even letting loose. Okay, I don't think she's saying what she wants to say, maybe because she's on that television show. So let's go to the next video. Okay, let's go to the next video here. Um, she went on the Breakfast Club. If anybody know what the Breakfast Club is, that is where um, the agents of chaos go to interview. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, and uh, DJ Envy are over there. We've covered them. Let's go ahead and see her. This is not her. She's seated in another chair. She's going to quadruple down now. So here's the thing. I want to, first of all, as I started with my holding court episode. I'll what is it about this woman that seems to she she fluctuate in weight so bad <laughs> over about a three week period? Now she looking like a chip chipmunk. Like what happened? Let's go back. <laughs> Her weight fluctuation is unbelievable. All right. Let's go back to the first appearance. And, yes, I'm talking about her looks. It's fair game. She used her looks to get here. Where's the first video? Oh, I'm going to go back to the first video. God dang. I mean, I would not commit to this girl. It's Cinderella. She's Cinderella. Strike. <laughs> Clock strikes midnight. Yeah, somebody said she's a drinker. Yep, somebody said sipping that wine. Okay, look. This is the first appearance. I don't know if it's the lighting, the camera, or what. My goodness. So this is the first appearance right here. With this face all with the lips all purse. Oh, somebody says she has fibrosis. Does she have fibrosis? I mean, so every week you go you go up 25 pounds and down. All right, so this is the first appearance right here. Maybe she'll talk about it. This is the second appearance. That's the second appearance. And then this, oh, wait, you guys can't see it. Oh, yes, you can't see it. All right, and then this is the last appearance here that we're going to cover. All right, and so you could tell, man, there's these. So that should be a red flag to you right there. All right. And not only that, if she has health, health issues, watch out. She on her period. That's her. Like this is over a two or three week period. All right, let's continue. She might be stressing the hell out after dealing with this controversy. First of all, as I started with my holding quarter episode, offer gratitude, because I, I think what mm -hmm. we know, the fact that this conversation with myself and Dr. Ayala, <clears throat> shout out to my sore, it aired last week. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about what's happened since then. We've had a whole White House correspondence dinner, which which Roy Wood Jr. killed. Shout out to Roy. Mm -hmm. We've had All right, so she's going to use an argument I typically use, like, y'all distracted by this? All right, let's let her say it. At the Met Gala, we've got a war in Ukraine and still a war in Sudan, and yet folks is still talking about this shit more <laughs> than anything else. And I think that speaks to something, right? All right, so she's using the tactic of 
there's better things to talk about than what I said. So this is just a, you know, deflect, deflect, deflect. I get it. All right, here we go. Mm -hmm. I think it speaks to the insatiable nature of the fact that we've got to have this conversation mm. as black men and women. And we talking about the black family structure and black wealth building. And all of those are tenets that are tethered to why this has hit such a nerve and why it's reverberating, uh, you know, in, in a way, Tyrese posting about it, Jason Lee posting about it, the shade room posting about it, spiritual world posting about it. Uh, Yala, um, uh, Ava DuVernay in the comments, you know, Viola, Viola Davis, Davis in girl. the comments. What was Viola saying? Uh, we get to it. So <laughs> Again, ladies, he <laughs> said shuffling. Hey, ladies, I know you think that what I tell you is misogynist. I don't mean to. But who would agree? Who would agree that this person would be better seen than heard? I mean, ladies, you, ask yourself. This woman would be better seen than heard at least the last three videos I've seen of her. She makes no sense. I know she thinks she's making sense because she's educated. If she said less, say little. You could actually just sit there like a dumb mini. Just do Minnie Mouse, baby. Minnie Mouse me. Hey, I'm going to train you ladies up. Minnie Mouse. How was your day? Did you have fun? Did you have fun with me today? I did. Oh, wonderful. All right. Uh, you promise to be a good girl for me tomorrow when I see you? I promise. <laughs> Are you going to be an angel? Angel. <laughs> okay. What can I do for you next time? Anything. I'm happy with anything. <laughs> I'll be over there like, oh, my God, I found the woman of my dreams. You're the girl of my dreams. <laughs> yep. You want to go to the bedroom? Meow. <laughs> Yo, she'd be out there getting just, then then. Then I take her to the shopping cart. What do you know? Yeah, you know, shop, shop. fill up your target cart. Simple, simple. Men like that stuff. As a matter of fact, Sneeko has a video that I normally don't share other content creators like that. But Sneeko has a video where he talks about this. All right. Um, let me let me finish this video here. Oh, so, so, so that's a good thing. I want to start by that framework. Nothing mm -hmm. about this is negative. Uh, people are disagreeing. People are feeling away. We're going to talk about it. But I want to start by the framing that this is, we cannot have rupture in the culture and not do the work of repair. So to me, this is a conversation about repairing and restoring what has historically been a productive, valuable conversation. Man, what the hell is she talking about? I know this is just one clip in the interview. What are you talking about? <laughs> you got to be kidding me Kamala Harris is jealous of this word salad and this is definitely shuffling I can do some shuffling too look out man what you gonna do look out boys it's coming through yeah man yeah man 
All right. What else does she got to say? I think there's an important part here. In a relationship between black men and women that somehow, some way has gotten away from us. Well, yeah, so, I think it's yeah. two different conversations. Like I watched the well, full well, and, like, well, I don't care who There's you, a lot of people that don't know what you're talking about that might have just tuned in and, and, and have today. no idea. So, Frank, go ahead, Frank. Do they no, live they, under they, a rock? Some people, because you, you have to tell people what you're talking about. Okay. okay. What are we so, talking so about? So it's some from comments that, because I don't want to misconstrue, because we only had a small piece of your conversation with Ayala. Sure. So during your Ayala uh, conversation, she asked if you would date a bus driver. So let me back up for one second. No, don't. No, no we're not backing up for one second. Can you? <laughs> can you tap? Can you answer that? All right. She wants to back up, and so she can deflect, redirect. Be correct. I invited Ayala on my Grio show. That Grio show Nobody airs cares. on Byron Allen's network. Uh, the Grio airs every night at six. That ain't important. Let's let's first of all start with this whole shit is y'all's fault. Man, hold up for a second. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. And y'all, this is who y'all be marrying, right? This is who y'all wives, this is what y'all wives be doing to you at the house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, again, humor right here. What? So let me back up for one second and be correct. I invited. A oh, yeah. She was plugging the brand. Shameless plug. OK. Yep. Yanla on my Grio show. That mm -hmm. Grio show airs on Byron Allen's network. Uh, the Grio airs every night at six. Let's let's. So she got to get people to watch her show. Nobody cares. So I'll start with this whole shit is y'all's fault. Yeah. Charlemagne even knows it always is. Let me see. There's one more little video that I want to show on this one because DJ Envy lays into her. Let's see what he says. Um, I think they had a heated argument according to this website here. All right, let me see here. Let me see what I got. All right, refresh. Where is it? It's taking all. Okay, here we go. To, to understand what people were mad about, yeah. and what, understand what people were upset about. So when you're talking about all this, this brother, this, and, and the black man, this, and the white supremacy, this, and this, that, and the mm -hmm. other. Yep. That's all to the side of how you felt about that quote unquote average exactly. job, right? Mm -hmm. and, and and I'll be honest with you, right? And one of the comments that I said, and 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 maybe I'm not sure, right? The guy was like, he was like, you talk about all this about lifting a brother up and lifting lifting this up and white supremacy and, and what you do for our people. And then the first thing the brother said was, but your fiance was white. And I'm sitting there like, how how do you talk about how much you uplifting and how much you're going for black people, but that's not necessarily what you're even looking for. Well, first of all, Paging I, Dr. Umar, damn. Let's not skip a beat. Mm -hmm. So I would love to know how you envy know what I'm looking for. We never know. had the conversation. I so, don't but, know. But I'm, you asking, just I'm telling you what it. people are saying on comments what I've right. read and I'm, and, and I'm talking for them. I'm not a bus driver. I am, I'm oh, speaking I for, the, for the average person out there because I feel for them because the bus driver. I think there's a little bit more. All right, here we go. The average person, or what keeps these lights on here on the Breakfast Club? That's right. They keep me. They keep me booking they, shows. Nobody they keep is saying. Okay, first of all, this is not about you I'm, booking I'm shows. I'm, I'm this is about you how I feel. So when you shit on the people that no, first ride of all, with me, Envy, you're with dead them. ass wrong for framing it as me shitting on them. You don't first think I'm shitting no, on them? I know it. First of all, I know it wasn't. I, I think what you <laughs> beige rage right here in the corner, beige rage. I got a question, black folks. We need to define what black is. I'm always seeing a lot of people who are barely black looking, talking about being black. I don't know what this beige rage shit is going. Yeah, now she mad. All of this black stuff, and these are the lightest skin, supposedly black people I've ever seen, doesn't mean the insides aren't black. But this is the kind of getting out of, man, out of hand, right? What is going on? It's always the light skin people talking that shit. All right, anyway. 
You light-skinned people, chill out. Chill out with the blackness. Y'all be on black power kick. All of y'all civil rights leaders are, are light-skinned. Do y'all know that? There's not many civil rights leaders that was like brown, darker than me. The only one is Martin Luther King and Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton. The rest of y'all civil rights leaders, white boys. I'm just playing. <laughs> Barely American. Barely American. Barely American black. Like they wouldn't even qualify for, and Marcus Garvey, they wouldn't even mark, they wouldn't even qualify for a reparations check. All of your leaders, all of them. Rosa Parks, W.E.B. Du Bois, Booker T. Washington, Malcolm X, Farrakhan. I mean, where you got up and down the goddamn uh <laughs> All right, anyway, Rachel Dolezal, Megan, all these, Huey P. Luton, light skin, beige rage, all the yos, <laughs> what is going on? Just name them, up and down, not many dark skins out there. Dark skin people be chilling, Barack Obama, Kamala Harris, none of these people are black Americans, barely. Colin Kaepernick, up and down, the guy. oh, uh, Khalil Muhammad, shout out to Khalil Muhammad, he's one of my favorites. All right, but, uh, not not a many of them were black American descendants. Uh, I'm gonna get on my FBA here, but uh, it's it's quite easy to point out. <laughs> it's quite easy to point out these beige rage people out here. Anyway, we need to get the light skinned people to uh, back down a little bit because y'all be getting us darkies messed up out here in these streets. <laughs> All right, anyway, because we got we the one that got to go to get a job. But these people got jobs. They get on the television, and then they want to talk that power black show stuff. So go sit down. Light skins, go sit down. <laughs> Just saying right now is irresponsible. Oh, Muhammad Ali. See, it, it Muhammad Ali. It, it just pans out that light skinned people are super duper. Let's continue. <laughs> I think what you're saying you is irresponsible. How feel? Do you Envy, to the I, think, how people I feel? think what you are framing right no. now in this moment is highly irresponsible huh. because we're, I'm going to, if you listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you, because if you are to listen to all of the full Yana interview, mm -hmm. the full sidebar, the full episode of holding court, nowhere in any of that commentary did I say a cross or negative word about the working class of black America, of America broadly, or black men. I'm going to get to the, why was my fiance? Envy, let me finish this statement. Do you know what I'm people going feel? to get to, I'm, just because you didn't I don't mean to hurt somebody, just because you didn't mean to affect deal. somebody doesn't mean you didn't hurt a community. I think there's another one. All right. And hurt a community. I, don't I can say anything about feelings. somebody and be like, I didn't mean to hurt you. But if you hurt people, you hurt people. If, feel, if people feel a way about you, they feel a way about you because those people that you talked about are the people that buy your books, that listen to this show. And that hurt. What about, uh, Ebony, what about words like I, no, average, I, I, mediocrity, to, typical, and the bigotry of low expectations? I think those are the words people. that hurt the working class. You can sit here and say, no, I didn't hurt nobody. You hurt people out there Maybe. that buy your books and follow you and support you. You asked me to be quiet. Y'all, please. Y'all asked me to be quiet. I listened to your full statement. I understand you and have a feeling about it. And now that you minutes, and I just spoke for 60 seconds. She is here to talk to him. I know, but I'm just saying, I just spoke for 60 seconds. We got ours off already. I'm just returning what you say. Don't act like I didn't let her speak. Spoke for 22 Absolutely. minutes. Go ahead, go ahead, okay. Let her talk. Don't do that. Now, there she is. She's beaten down, and she's going to be young victimized. Poor me. All right. They didn't let me talk. They didn't let me talk. All right. She hit her with the old poor me. They are just abusing me over here. They wouldn't let me speak. I think she dug herself into her grave. Poor me. 
and she's creating the problem and she's creating the problem by not coming back and and being honest with herself and so this is the face of defeat feelings hurt but don't think she's defeated she's actually trying to find a new way to dig herself and shuffle out of this grave that she's digging all right let's see if we well, let's see if she got something to say All right, uh, they're going back to the first one here. Second one, third one. Okay, all right. They, so I think someone they're giving the playback. They give it a playback. What what is this clip? Okay. Would you date a bus driver? All right, hold on. This is the other the criteria that we look for in the reality of today keeps us unhappy, keeps us angry, hmm. keeps us imbalanced. And then when the men show up, we want to beat them up because they're not living up to our standards and criteria. And and it's not working, beloved. It's just not working. So it's not that it's bad or wrong. It's obsolete. It's obsolete. Mm. We have to come up with a new way of being. I don't believe in carrying a man. A man has to do for himself. One of the issues, the biggest plights, and I'll wrap it up and do the super chats. The biggest plight of the these are the men they when I say women create the men that they hate. This is a prime example, and the the example goes like this. Okay, men, uh, and particularly the group that she was supposedly talking about, the disenfranchisement of these men can not be understated, right? Everybody saw it, and we told these men were told you ain't shit ninjas. Okay, so. As the time has gone on, there has been a comp constant competition between black men and black women. Ultimately, the men who have won the early parts of the game end up losing the later part of the game, a.k.a. Pookie and Ray Ray. They win the early parts, but then they kind of get disenfranchised, child-supported, deleted, death by simp, prison, and they get put on that track of men who are no longer available or those were the bad days. So they hate these men, but they created this narrative around them, right? More or less, they rewarded them. When you reward something, you actually give positive reinforcement for that type of behavior. This is this is what women have control over. And if women want to say that ain't our fault, okay, well, that's the problem. You're not living up to your responsibility. Let's go on to the next step. Then these women decide to get their lives together, create, be a single mother from Pookie. Then they climb up the ladder. They use what they can get. And then as they climb up, they spit down on every other brother there. And then they start putting these standards up that not very men can live up. Not many, many men can live up to. Some men decide to not deal with black women because of that issue right there. Right. You were the lame who didn't win up front. Then you thought being nice and it was going to get you some peace leave and it just got you used. And then very much later, they you just say, I'm not going to deal with black women. And then they shame you for that. So they hate the men they create. They created that by saying you wasn't shit and you don't live up to the standard, then saying, okay, I could go on a couple of dates with you, then using you, finessing you, ha ha and kikiing, and then now you don't like those guys. Now you got a last resort. The last resort happens to be the men you should have rewarded in the beginning if everybody lived in a perfect world. Other races of women seem to figure this out at an earlier point of the lives of this group of women. She represents black women. And she's beating the drum of black women. So I'm just talking to, about that group the way she's talking about it. She's beating that drum. So they reward the ingenuity. They reward the hard workers. They reward the other races of women. They reward the doctors, the lawyers. They reward the lames. They give these men the opportunities early on. Somewhere around 25, 26, hopefully they figure it out. Oh, okay, okay. 
and then they'll go reward these people, Asians um, and typically whites, Indians, all right, uh, people that we would call foreigners, new people, second, third generations of people. They figure that shit up earlier. They don't hold out hope that they're going to get a mixture of a gangbanger that's just lame enough to settle down with her ass that has a high income, and now she's throwing that flag out there at 40. Mm. <laughs> right? Now she's 40, 45, 50, talking about the available men in her pool. And it's a little bit too late, too little too late. And not only that, he still has to be a mixture of pookie and a little bit of a lame. And then also dumb enough to spend money on her. Dumb enough to lead her when she doesn't want to be led because she doesn't respect the guy. Now, she's not the only one that does do this. She's not the only ones doing this. And if you happen to show up at that point in her life and you're a blue collar guy, she's going to spit on you. No. She's spitting on you. She's belittling you. She's laughing. You still saying you ain't shit as if she has the options. All of these narratives are things and situations she created for herself. Now she looks back at men and she doesn't like them. Not only that, I think she doesn't like men in general, specifically black men. I think she doesn't. And this is another indicator of people who are monetized themselves. They can't see men for who they possibly could be. They see men for who they really are because they've been paid and tricked and paid for and poked on and treated. And also she's been, she's been def defiled <laughs> and demoralized and all of this stuff. She traveled. She already dated rich men. She ain't, that ain't the answer for her. She dated athletes. That ain't the answer. Um, she dated dudes that had big, big money and yachts. That ain't the answer, but she's already been ran through. And what she does is she hates men. It's similar to it's similar to men who mess with girls that are streetwalkers. It's the same thing. Men who who men with men who mate uh, date streetwalkers cannot see women in any other way but that. Okay, they hate women. You know what? You want to know who a group of men who hate women? Men who go with streetwalkers. They hate women. They hate them. They still use them, but oftentimes they can't stand them. And that's all they can see in women is streetwalker, every single woman. Now, the opposite of that are women who go through the carousel trying to make guys and they go through athletes and they sell some punani to a rich guy and they mess around and they get traveled around and they go to Jamaica. And now they can never see a guy for who he could possibly be, especially when she needs one. Especially when she needs one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad situation. And I don't listen, I haven't created the situation. I want people to understand this. Marriage is down 60% over the last 50 years. I don't know why people are mad at me. Why do people somebody ask me something? Why are people there's like 10 people around the world that are completely irate with me? I don't know what to tell you. I didn't create the scenario. I'm just reporting from the crime scene. What do you want me to say? Tell you to do it? <laughs> now, for the few people who decide to get married and it works out, good. I'll see you in 40 years. If you're still married, I will be shocked. <laughs> right? You're probably not going to be married. There's a 70% chance that you will be divorced. So you might need my information. 70% chance. But if you happen to do it, do it. But why are you mad at me? 
I didn't create the situation. I was given this world. I didn't make it. Let me get to these super chats. They steady mad at me instead of trying to bring my ex-wife in it. It ain't her fault. <laughs> she is statistic. And I am a statistic. We're one of millions of people who get divorced every year. Every single year. You act like I divorced a million people. You act like I told a million people to get divorced. A millions of people have been getting divorced every year. Why are you mad at me? <laughs> and don't let the baby boomers die. Soon as the baby boomers die, marriage will be all but done. You realize the marital rate will probably be soon as the baby boomers die. I don't remember the soon as the boomers all gone. We're looking at a marriage rate of like 20 percent. <laughs> 20. It will fall off a cliff. The statistics are going to turn upside down. It will be a rapsky. All right, for what you would think it would be marriage. Only the elites will get married and poor people. So you guys are holding on hope that this is going to turn around. No, the boomers are holding on by a thread. They're holding this shit together by a thread. Soon as they gone, gone. And we're talking about in the next 20 years. So is marriage is gone. It's going to be low, low percentages. Okay. And they already didn't told you that 20 by 2030, 43% of American women will be single and childless. You're acting like I'm saying something that's not possible when it has exactly been predicted. People have studied this and they paid millions of dollars to come up with this data. Come on, man. <laughs> right. Stop blaming me because I'm out here winning in this strategy. Yeah. All right. So anyway, where are we at? And then they want to say it's the men that's going to suffer. All right. They know nothing about the junior college, do you? You don't know that the junior college is going to be litty. If 43% of women will be single and childless, the junior college is going to be litty. Ninjas got passports. <laughs> Ninjas ain't scared to travel by themselves. I'm, where do you? Where do you? <laughs> what? Only the hopers were mad at Ninjas going to be mad. All right. Everybody else going to be just zipping across the damn state to state. Ocean to ocean, busting nuts while the tour bus keeps coasting. It's going to be the perfect storm. All you're going to have to do is get your money up and you're going to be able to have everything you want. Anyway, shout out to Alexander. What are we doing here? He says, Coach, I remember when I first took the RP and started sharing talking points and conversations with women and they gave me crazy looks right he gave me that crazy look and he says i learned not to do that quickly yep somebody said malcolm x yeah don't talk to people about this stuff i mean i'm not saying hide it i'm saying just just look at it you're gonna be able to see it like that brother in the movie the devil's advocate watch the devil's advocate that's kind of a crimson capsule where you will see most normies and oxygen thieves they don't know where the hell they are doing and where they're going they have no clue what they're doing, and they don't want to be aware or awakened at all. They want to be right there in dumbness and stupidness. All right, shout out to Face Facts says, B-dubs have hate for blue-collar men because they often make more than them without the degree. It's based on product production, and they can't produce. Yeah, this idea, I, I think the white-collar male, statistically, I don't think there's that many, 
I might be wrong on this one. Somebody can do the statistics there. And white-collar black males are not very common, okay? Men in general being white-collar is not very common, all right? But the funny thing is people that choose to work labor in these jobs like this and hustle around, they make a lot of money. They like, But I'm not saying money should be a key factor. But it's tough to look at a man in steel toe boots, a contractor's hat, or a subcontractor's hat, working construction, having a plumbing business with a fleet of trucks sent out with the dispatcher, owning a semi-truck where you're being self-sufficient, hooking up trailers. It's hard to imagine that these people have good, high-paying jobs. People who climb uh, windmills and work on oil rigs. I mean, it's hard to imagine that these men make good money. But the funny thing is they be making a lot of fucking money. And they can provide easily, but they just don't fit the profile. They don't fit the profile. And conversely, men who are wearing suits, men are out there with white-collar jobs, they're living paycheck to paycheck many times, not all times, many times. People with high advanced degrees are living paycheck to paycheck. Men, sometimes, definitely women. So just because he goes to his job with his uh, flat front non-crease pants with his ankle showing, wearing his Versace slides, and he got his smart glasses on and his hairline crispy, and he's got his white shirt, doesn't mean he doing a goddamn thing, <laughs> right, out here uh, in terms of being good men to select from. Now, he looks good in his Brooks brother in his Armani suit, He looks good with his polo shirt and his dockers. And he looks presentable and well, but he might be pulling home $50,000. He might be pulling home 50. When there's a personal trainer pulling in 150, 200, 120, 80. I know people, personal trainers. I mean, there was a point in my peak fitness training business that I was pulling in easily five figures a month, all right? I was doing well. I had my shit running like a well-oiled machine. Six figures easily, okay? Working with high-end clients, charging a great grip. And I was running around with T-shirts and shorts on every day. Every day I got up, T-shirt and shorts, T-shirt and shorts, T-shirt and basketball shorts. T-shirt. That's what I wore. Nobody had a freaking clue. <laughs> right? Women looking at me. Oh, look at this dude. He didn't even try. Not a clue. Which, that's exactly what you want. Okay? That was years ago, though. Them taxes already been filed. <laughs> right, that was years ago. But that was a long time. That, that, that right there, people don't realize that. They don't recognize that. They don't recognize what those potentials are. I think women are typically, though, it's not just about the money, though. So if you don't present the look, meaning you don't come clean, cut, and crisp, you don't look good presenting to your sorority and the people at your brunch, right? If you don't have that look, she, she'd rather take that 
in the ninja makes sixty five thousand dollars a year as opposed to the bus driver or the blue collar guy that makes eighty one hundred. She rather have that so she can go to her sorars and say, "Look at him, he's on track to be executive vice president in fifteen years." That job title shit that don't mean shit. Once you get to a point in life, you realize that job title shit don't mean nothing. All right, Lone Revolver says she contradicted herself. One breath, she says, we're distracted. Literally, her next breath, she says, we got to have the conversation. Pick a struggle. <laughs> right, pick a struggle. Sad. All right, somebody said, did I read the book E-Myth Re uh, Revisited? That well, oil machine, yeah, I haven't, I haven't. But them job title game. I learned a long time ago that job title game don't mean nothing to me. They be coming in there telling me what their job title is. I said, that shit don't mean shit to me. All right. It means something in your little office floor when you're doing your org chart and you're moving around people from team to team. All right. My organization and my team, we need a person to plug in here. All right. We, what we need is a, a executive assistant, head of the, uh, head of the uh, dynamic revolving team for specialist orientated towards computer chip revolving who gives a shit man that don't mean nothing to me <laughs> soon as you walk outside that building or as soon as you step into that elevator and your heels click 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 and it clicks and you hop in that elevator and you go down and you enter the lobby and you walk out the door that title don't mean shit to me and it don't mean nothing to you either so as soon as you click and you jump on the subway and you bring your ass to my house, you better have a bag of groceries in your hand from the bodega and you better get to cutting them veggies, them veggies. All right. Because that damn job title ain't coming into my door. <laughs> right? And I don't want to hear shit about what happened at your job. That job title ain't going to cook nothing. <laughs> here you go here. <laughs> Where are we at? Mr. Albert, the sisterhood is too strong. They'll never call her out no they and there's some sisterhoods uh watching me right now sisterhoods watching me right now irate but it is what it is we got river bacon paying my dues for all the game thanks coach thank you brother we got mac miller he says number one rule of fight club don't talk about fight club man hey shout out to our brother here we're gonna call you mr key ruben he says uh coach i only he says i can only listen to you I experienced it, all right? And the haters love it. But, man, this is the realest story you're going to hear ever told when you come to this channel. We don't give you no fluff. I give it to you straight, no chaser, uncut, raw. If you don't like it, hell with you. If you love it or can learn something from it, apply it to your life. Your life will make a difference. But we don't tell you fairy tales over here, all right? We don't blow smoke up your ass over here. We don't tell you what could, should, and would happen. We tell you what it is, and you tell it how it might be. That's how you do it. Shout out to our man Deshaun Rose says, hey, coach, great show. This morning, he says, this morning, great show this morning. He says, home now, tuned in. Indeed, shout out to you. We got our man Don T. He says, got to start paying my dues. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, man. We going around the corner to Venmo, and what time is it? Oh, shit, it's only two hours? Man, if y'all want to stick around, I got more for y'all. So we'll go to the three-hour mark. It's only two hours. All right? You don't have to. But I – and then listen, I don't beg nobody to be here. All right? But people want to be here because they're getting it. They're getting it. 
Shout out to no government name S. He says, Coach, I saw someone that just got married last year. He had picked up some weight, and he said it was because all he was doing is eating and smashing his wife. I was just thinking he must not have watched Coach. We can't save them all. He says, another thing is that it's only women that disrespect blue-collar workers. They're respected by men. Indeed, I think that's overwhelmingly true. Is the blue-collar thing is like, oh, you don't add up to us. You're not on my level. Blue-collar dudes be out here killing the game. Shout out to no girl. Same guy. Coach is on fire tonight. I never met someone that works for a nonprofit that doesn't have a job title. Everyone is a VP and or a chief. They be handing out job titles like this. Here's a title for you. Here's a title for you. All right, here's the titles. You push papers and pencils around. All right, you, you fire off emails. You, you respond to emails. You over here, you, you sharpen the pencils. You, you take dictations. Well, you don't need no title. You a glorified secretary. You over here, all right? The hell, I'm the head of recruiting for the, uh, no, 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 you're not. You're not the head of no goddamn recruiting, all right? All you're doing is going from LinkedIn to Monster to Indeed.com, all right? And you're basically just filing resumes and just saving resumes. You ain't recruiting a goddamn thing. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't recruiting nothing. Recruiter. Basically, you just go from one website to the other and draw down resumes, then you file them. Then you look at them or you pass it the buck. You're a paper filer. That's what you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let me stop. <laughs> All right. Uh, he says, y'all be hating y'all white. Co- <laughs> they be hating them jobs too the whole time. Looking at the clock. Can't wait to do your smoke break. Going on my 30 minute. Then I'm going to go back and I'm going to act like I'm working. <laughs> but while they talking to you, oh my God. What a wonderful, stressful day. My God, it was so stressful. I had to fire off a couple of emails, and I use all capitals. And I say, per our agreement, you know the bullshit about to go off when you see per our agreement. Regarding our last email, Mm. oh, my Lord. All right. Talk about setting something up. Attach, you'll find reference to the last Email. Oh, I had to fire off a couple of emails today. I really probably pissed them off. They probably opened that email and said, oh, my God, he fired off a good email on me. (laughs) Following up on our last conversation. You sent it. Click. You know, when you hit that mouse click, you hit that click. You didn't read it. Proofreaded it. Per our last agreement, you sorry, sap sucker, motherfucker, right? I'm going to tell you what you are, and I'm going to put you in your place. I'm going to pull rank, and thus, I carbon copied, and I blind carbon copied all the executive vice president, everybody on my team and my organization chart, and if you respond to this email, you will be blind carbon copying and responding to the executive vice president to the, and then they wait, click, (laughs) right? And then they sitting out there, yeah. They about to get this shit in about five seconds. It's going to hit their BlackBerry. Cling. They're going to open it up and be pissed off. Put them in their place. All right. <laughs> yeah, all they doing is passive aggressive attacking each other all day. I'm going to attack you. Sincerely yours. 
right? I look forward, I greatly look forward to a conversation in the future dictated by a meeting that we're going to put on our Google calendar. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right. Please attach this to your Google calendar and attach it to your meeting. Then they send your ass a read receipt. They send your ass a read receipt. They send your ass a read receipt. You open that shit up, click, and it'll say, this person would like a read receipt. Oh, not the read receipt, bitch. This bitch did not attach a read receipt to my shit. Click, read receipt, click. She got it. Ha 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 ha. They're reading my email that I fired off. That's what you did all day. <laughs> you did that shit all day. Five, six, seven, eight. High priority with the exclamation mark. High priority. Read receipt. I bet you they're mad now. We're playing office politics. That's what you got with your little job title. My Lord. And you said in air conditioning, you had catered lunch. You had a meeting at nine o'clock that went to 1030 for no other reason, but to hear everybody talk and sound smart. That prevented me from doing the job that I planned on doing today with this meeting. You guys got somebody to present so they can work on their speech so I can see if they can get promoted to their next job. And they got on the grease board. They got on that little page where you get the little page and they had their shit all set up where they can flip the page and they had it all on the little three little stand over there. <laughs> like, holy man, oh, good Lord. Then you went to lunch. Then you came back and you let your lunch digest. By three o'clock, you're like, I got so much to do. Let me start working. I got to get out of here by 445. All right, let me stop, man. Hey, man, shout out to all my white collar workers out here. We don't mean to, we don't mean to belittle you, but uh, yeah, it is what it is. Shout out to no government name. I think I can't remember who this is. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got. He says CGA. The people that are mad at you are like the ninjas in the community who witness a deletion. They refuse to snitch but are mad at the investigators showing the evidence indeed. Yep. I, I like, I'm not even doing nothing. I'm sitting up here. Is this you? They're like, Oh my God, I'm not going to snitch. They want to be me so bad, but it is what it is. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. All right. Shout out to shot X coach. I work in telecom and I climb phone poles, towers and work in any weather condition. I'm not six figures yet, but I'm close and getting closer. You're almost there, bro. Stay focused, and when you hit it, you know what I mean? Enjoy it. Reel it in. You hit those steps, then keep it going. DB says, CGA hating on us light skins. He says, all I got to say is, I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm baggity black, 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 y'all. You see, black is not a color, right? Because I'm often confused by this when they say you're not black or you're not black enough, and I'll be looking at the person like, they plenty black, right? <laughs> but uh, black is a culture, and also a color, and also a race, and also a bunch of things, all right? So you can be very, very much light-skinned and be way more black than even the darkest dark, <laughs> right? It's an interesting thing there. It's an interesting thing because they'll be like, see, you're going to find out you really black. And I'll be like, but I am. But they'll be like, nah, you ain't black, though. But, but I am. Yeah, but I take your blackness away, Okay. I don't know what I was getting from it in the first place. Well, what you're going to get is a boot to the neck, and then you're going to realize you're black. So you're giving it. So who gave it back to me, you or them? I'm trying to figure out. Did they give me the black? 
They gave it to me back or I was already black. But you took it away. Which one is it? Trying to figure out how this works. Because <laughs> it's a constant like, and then don't let me give it away. I give away my blackness. What is this? Is he crazy? He can't give it away. You'll realize somebody will tell you you're black. I can't give it away. No. But you can take it away. Okay. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> here we go here. All right. Uh, anyway. Shout out to Newski says, Ebony K, the strag doesn't understand. He says, because she makes more money doesn't mean you're smarter with money. He says, also, the bus driver might not own the bus, but he might own stock. Ooh, now you're getting deep. You, he might own stock, land, and or real estate. This is true. A lot of these business leverage businesses leverage debt. That's how millions and billions dollar companies go under. Financial literacy is needed. You bring up a great point because that's an important point. I was thinking like, you know, people think these degrees. I get it, man. I, you know, I was there. I got a master's degree. I don't want to hear shit. Don't tell me because I ain't educated. <laughs> right? It don't mean anything to me. Because I don't use it. All right. But the, the problem is I didn't I haven't used my bachelor. I haven't used my degrees in 10 years. All right. So it, it doesn't even mean anything. But the point is people take these things and they use it as I'm better than you. In a sense, I understand. But that culture is going away. That culture is going away. And not only that, that culture is somewhat new for the masses. Only a smart select people were 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 educated like that with degrees that were relevant all right but you know we got all of these goofy schools that you can go to and go in and get a degree and it makes you feel better all right doesn't mean you better than me i mean just because you got a master's don't mean you my master you my master no you're not <laughs> all right there's a bunch of different things that we can help each other out. we should be helpful Van says, coach in Jamaica, a lot of blue-collar workers are broke as F. He says they don't rake in money like they do in the States. Now, I don't live in the cities. He says, so I don't, I don't know what the salaries are like over there, but where I live, they broke. He says, not all of them, but the ones I know aren't that well off. He says, in the States, blue-collar workers make good money, it seems, but not in Jamaica. The college-educated women don't want blue-collar workers here, too. So some things never change. All right. So that's a tough position to be in. I don't know, man. I, I don't know what to tell you, Matt. You know, you might have to get out of Jamaica because Jamaica seems to you know, be a problem. I don't know. Somebody coach thinks he's my master since he got a master's degree. You ain't my master. She'd be like, I got a master's degree. And shout out to JC says it doesn't get no blacker than Reverend X. <laughs> yeah. Reverend X should have been made an appearance on this show. Hey, if you want about 30 more minutes, we go about 30 more minutes. I'm I'm taking a break from the junior college, all right, for a good time. So let's get into this. Nick Cannon. Oh, speaking of bitter and hurt, Nick Cannon's showing up, bitter and hurt. Shout out to Nick Cannon. Let's go into it right here. Then we're going to talk about, we got a lot to talk about here. Nick Cannon, check this out. I like when a guy breaks up with a woman and then they say, well, you're bitter hurt. But look at Nick Cannon's alleged statement here. To all my exes, thanks for my toxic origin story, gladly turning into the villain all y'all wanted to me to be. Shout out to hey hey, 
Yo. That right there. See, guys. What men will do, inexperienced men will do, is they'll say, oh, you lost the woman, so you're hurt, bitter, and you're bad, and now you want. No, 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 no. That's part of the toxic origin story. And many times what you don't know is toxic men are winning out here on the low. Shh. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. Because what they want to make you believe is that the goofies, the, learn, the, the, the game guys, and the lanes are the ones that are winning. I'm doing it right. I'm going to marry my woman, and she's going to give me fornication forever, and then they get, the, they, get the, they get ran over and ran through. Okay. But the win that men that are winning out here, the toxic men, despite the fact that they're telling you toxic masculinity is a not a desired trait, it is a very desirable trait because it is natural. It is natural that women do attract and society does reward the toxic. <laughs> I'll just keep wanting to tell you. Now, toxic doesn't mean mean. It doesn't mean being mean. It doesn't mean being dark. It doesn't mean being vicious. It doesn't mean that you're just going out there just slaying everybody. But that toxic masculinity is always going to be rewarded in our world. That's how the world's designed. And it takes a guy to get beat up a little bit, kicked around, shoved, talked about, for him to finally figure it out. And when he figures it out, then he starts winning and then he goes, whoa. Well, if I would have known this, I would have been this all the time, right? But he was kind of misled, undecided, misguided. But then when he gets to that point where he gets toxic and all that stuff, people think he's losing. Ah, uh, he, ain't, he ain't getting nothing. And he quietly be piling up women getting wetter than the Niagara Falls. Why, you got to go out there and buy groceries at Target. Why, you got to go run around and play the numbers game and you think you macking. Nah, nah. The men who win are the men who got the biggest battle scars. You don't get through this life avoiding the battle scars. You got to get a little bit of scarred up, get a little bit, and then you take a little dirt and you rub it in you. And then you take the message to the rest of the men and you tell them sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes you got to got to get hit over the head, right? You get hit over the head and then you realize what it is, but that's what it is. Never be afraid to get in these situations, fail, even if it comes with women, sometimes with marriage. Happens. But even Nick Cannon knows he the position he's in now, he's in a position that many, many men wish they were in, and many women have put themselves in in order to be attached to him. The evidence is there. I wouldn't do what he's doing, but the evidence is there. Toxic masculinity for the win. We got Cristiano Ronaldo. He take he took my men are men are in love, women are in business. He took it literally. Let take a listen to how structured Cristiano Ronaldo is when he deals with people. Let's listen to this. Let's let him ring. Auto staff have to sign a death clause. From cooks and physiotherapists to agents and lawyers, Ronaldo has a whole host of staff and support members who work closely with the footballing icon. But to begin doing work of any capacity with Ronaldo, employees must sign a contract in which it states that they are forbidden to discuss anything to do with his private life to anyone. Not now, not after they leave, and not even after Cristiano passes away. In the contract, it states they cannot do so until 70 years after his death. 
which should keep Ronaldo's life private for a very long time. If you were in his shoes, would you do the same? Men are in love, women are in business. Now, Ronaldo said, we stick into the business. And he made everybody, he put everybody on the business contract. Everybody that works, everybody come in. Now, you're not going to come in and do a tell-all, write a tell-all book and be all on the internet, on Instagram, talking about my business. No, you're not. I don't give a shit who you are. Yeah, we homies, sign this contract. You want to work with me or for me? Sign this contract. You want to be in my life? Sign this contract, woman. You want to have a baby by me? Sign this contract. He put everybody on the contract. He actually had a surrogate baby. Sign this contract. I want to leave a legacy. He said, sign this contract. He actually put his girlfriend on contract and an allowance. No more, no less. These are your expectations. You want romance? I'll give it to you. I got a small amount of time, but you own contract, bitch. Contract. Now, when men do this, guess what? Oh, he bitter. He hurt. Who hurt him? He must not be able to get girls. Do you know he got his girl on a big, very good fat allowance? Let's go ahead and let the... um. Let's go uh, and let him let, let's see Cristiano Ronaldo's girl. All right. He got everybody on contract. You on business contract and an allowance and salary. All right. Everybody 1099 girlfriend. All of that. All right. There she is right there. There's his kids by surrogacy and there's his big old fat jet. Now, everybody ain't got that money. Everybody ain't got that money. But uh, I'm going to tell you right there. Look, groupies contract. <laughs> all right. Groupies, you on contract and don't be telling my business. There she is right there. So let's go ahead and see it. There she is right there. That's his 1099 girlfriend. Let me see here. Ronaldo's girlfriend's allowance. This is, I don't know how they know this. He's on contract. Girlfriend, girlfriend allowance. Allowance. And yes, you can do this. You don't have to be rich. <laughs> you don't have to be rich to do this. See, this is what people will say. Well, you ain't rich. I don't even know why that doesn't even matter. Again, your girls, the girl's not out of your league. She's just out of your price range. Okay. And if one, hey, what one woman won't do, one will. Here's the thing. I'm not going to have to sleep with every woman. I don't have to get every woman to agree to these terms. I just need one. Or I just need two, three, whatever it is. I don't need all the women to do it. So if a woman says, not me, I'll never do some shit like that. Okay, you can stay broke, but I got dope to sell, all right? Stay broke then, bitch. All right, I don't give a damn. No sweat off my brow, and I don't hate you either. I just go keep it moving. What one woman won't do, another one will. So this woman allegedly is getting $100,000 a month in monthly allowance, plus all the spoils of being associated with this guy. Private train, airplane trips, luxury cars, yachts. And he says, it's better to pay that shit up front than this woman marry me and take the bag because I fell in love with her. It's better. She gets the status. She gets the position. She gets the numero uno. She's primo. She probably don't give a damn what he doing with the groupies. She don't give a shit. But, 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 but love. All right. But when you the man, you don't need all that. Everybody on business contract. Everybody on payroll. Right there. He said, that's the bottom bitch. She actually put the other bitches in order and put them up on game. Soon as he come in, all right, we got girls today. All right, girls, here's what you're going to do. Put your fingerprint on that iPad. 
Take your thumbprint, put it on that iPad. That says you agree to not say shit and you ain't getting shit. There's going to be a stack of money for you afterwards after we're all done with the orgy. Then you put your phone over there, get that big dude over there, that big Samoan dude, that big Nigerian dude, that big security guard, give him your phone. He put it in the safe. Call your mama, Put a, tell, tell your mama you all right. You have not been kidnapped. Put your passport over here. <laughs> Walk over to that room, take off your clothes. <laughs> yep go in there take off your clothes the orgy will start get warmed up there's a dude over there. There, there there's some cream there's some whipped cream over there all right y'all can start licking each other sucking on each other toes all right <laughs> we'll be in there in a minute and you're free to leave whenever you want to leave. Just ask the Samoan security guard to give you your shit back. You can get up out of there. But you've agreed. Leave when you want to leave. <laughs> they ain't got no money to lose. They ain't got no money to lose. They ain't trying to lose their back. We going straight business. And then when that ain't there, it is what it is. All right, treat them like business literally. Let me see. Let's get up to a couple of other things here. Y'all not ready for this. He said bend over cough. There will be no drugs. Bitch, if you get high and passed out, we throwing you in the river. You were never here. All right, let me see here. We got uh, two more things here. Two more. We got Brian McKnight and Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's go to the footage. Leonardo DiCaprio here and Chris Rock, allegedly. Uh, take a look at this, gentlemen. You know Uncle Leo be doing it right. Leo. Why is Leo always walking around with a mask on? That's suspicious. All right, so they going to the club. He got a security, non-disclosure agreement. Oh's waiting. Somebody said, damn, 100K. Um, 100K a month, and she's an at-will employee. She can be canceled in a minute. And not only that, add up 100K a month, and then go look up what Ronaldo makes a year. Go look at what Ronaldo makes a year. 100K is a drop in the bucket. See, no woman's out of your league. She's just out of your price range. <laughs> that's all it is. So for me, 100K a month, that's ridiculous. But that's pennies. To, to him, he make $136 million a year. That's only a million dollars out of his pocket. Okay, and he's been playing for how long? Please, 100K is Nathan. That's a million dollars a year. He could just write that check. All right, here you go. And if you get you a good check that you can trust with, and that will sign your NDA, that's better than a chick that won't sign your NDA and that would stab you in the back talking about we in love and then let's just chance it. We don't need no prenup. Go ahead. And it's a tax write-off. It's a tax write-off. And she got to pay taxes on it. Let's continue with uh, your boy, Leo. All right. Yeah. yeah, what up, Leo? Don't be shy, my brother. All right, so there's Leonardo DiCaprio allegedly, and Chris Rock allegedly. He's a member of the Coach Gang. I know people hate, but watch this. This is what you want to see now. Watch this, Chris. Chris. I'll let it breathe. There they go. Megan. All the girls going with Leo. All right, Leo. All right. I see you, Leo. 
Well, 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 what do we have here? Top nachos. So in, in the industry, in the industry, remember, nines and tens are monetized and they going. I know you. Oh, I like them like this. It don't matter. Flat, flat backs in tow, nines and tens. Oh, don't tell me they're worse than that. These are internationally known models. <laughs> they go into trips in the helicopter, the luxury airliner, Monaco. They're going all the way up to do 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 Dubai. Model chicks and model chicks are basically monetized working girls. I've been breaking it down to y'all. They work. These are workers, man. And they going. There they go. Do you see any? Do you see any busted Pillsbury biscuit cans? Do you see any thick chicks? Nah. They going. Megan. And guess who is pulling up the rear? They also got. Yeah, Ling Ling is in the building. All right. And they going. All right. Look, a girl is not out of your league. She's just out of your price range. I keep telling y'all. <laughs> a girl is not out of your league. She's just out of your price range. Are they going, nah, I want monogamy. No, I want a man of my own. They going, they going right there. Now, might, might not like them, but that's where it is. So when we talk about the world, around the world, people who are considered models in that industry, they're monetized. They going to get their money. <laughs> He's, they going to get their money. Somebody running game on them. Game ain't going to work, bro. Game is not going to work. All right, not on one of these girls. One of them girls is not going for game. I'm just letting you know that right now. So game ninjas automatically, I know you'd be like, well, they're not that, they're not my type. Okay. They're never you're never getting them anyway. So it's irrelevant. <laughs> they not my type. I like them like this. Okay. You ain't getting them anyway. So it's not even a conversation. But the problem is those women making more money than you, ninja. <laughs> All right. But the not, those people are monetized. They're monetized, and they going, and they doing what they doing until they run out of time. Then they might be the that's you. All right, last one, Legacy Ninjas. What about Bryant McKnight? Bryant McKnight's daughter, his biological daughter is suing him. Let's go ahead and say this. We're gonna, this is going to be the last story here. All right, let's talk about this. We've been talking about this trend lately. And I want to highlight it. I'm seeing a lot of daughters suing their fathers. All right. And so um, I gave you several stories. We have John Singleton's daughter trying to get child support. We had uh, uh, Kellen, Kel, Keenan and Kel, Kel Mitchell, Kel Mitchell's daughter airing his ass out. We had the one woman saying his, her, the billionaire daughter, she was a mixed girl. The mother was black. The father was white, saying he was a white supremacist and a trumper at his funeral. We had the baseball player for the St. Louis Cardinals. I can't remember who his name was. His daughter, his daughter wrote a book about him being a deadbeat daddy. <laughs> we got Dr. Dre's daughter um, out here. He cut her off and she out here airing his ass off. Jerry Jones's daughter, uh, by love child suing. We had another daughter. Uh, we had another woman who had the daughter suing the estate. 
Vince Coleman was the baseball player for the Cardinals back in the day. Did John Rocker have a problem with the daughter? Man, we got too many people out here that are out here going, let's sue daddy. Yep, Jose Canseco's daughter throwing him under the bus. And what they're doing is they're just taking the lead from the baby mama terrorist. Now, I don't know what is going on here. Apparently, the daughter feels that the singer, Brian McKnight, who doesn't do very well talking, he's always kind of putting his foot in his mouth. Brian McKnight's lawsuit exposes alleged incest slander involving his estranged daughter. This shit is getting out of control. Not only do you have to worry about baby mama terrorists, now your daughters and sons are coming after you ninjas. 50 Cent Son. Yep, 50 Cent Son aired out 50. What is going on? Did Lamar Odom? Oh, yeah, Lamar Odom's ex had adult kids sue Sue Lamar Odom for child support. Uh, there's, there's just so many going on. Now, I don't know what's going on here. Here, Let me see what Brian McKnight done now. He probably kind of, but it's getting crazy. Brian McKnight has settled. Okay, he settled a lawsuit from his estranged daughter over claims he maliciously defamed her on social media by lying about her having an affair with her own cousin. Yeah, this is why I don't talk about any specifics about my family. Now, for some reason, some people like this and they want to go find out and dig out the details. Um, but the reason and then they'll come on my stream and ask me a specific question. I never give you specifics and I also protect their identities. Uh, this is one of the reasons why. OK, so I talk around the subject and you guys want the information either to use for your own platform or because you're curious. But the problem is. If I name names and expose and show pictures and videos and said, this is this person, this is my ex-wife, that, that would be, that would open me up to possible this stuff. So you got to make sure, I got to make sure I protect people and protect myself because they are a portion of my story, but they aren't the story. Like they personally aren't the story and they should never be. And this is why I don't say it. But for some people, people are very curious and they go digging and wanting to show. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It says right here, according to documents obtained by Radar Online on Wednesday, the singer's daughter, Brianna, filed the lawsuit against her father in 2020, accusing him of being motivated by animosity when he told his followers that, quote, she had some years early. Wait, she had some years earlier. And while a minor engaged in sexual relationship with an older cousin. So this is what they're um, attributing to Brian McKnight. Uh, who did he tell that to? I don't know who he told that to. In her suit, Brianna claimed that the issue started in 2019 when she decided to share aspects of her perception of growing up with an unnamed absent father on her personal Instagram profile. So it sounds like she started it. Somebody said people are weirdos for real. Yeah, people are weirdos. They be going search for documents, open case files. I mean, you know, I mean, they be weirdos going to Facebooks, sending people DMs like it's weird. I mean, if you want to be if you want to be a YouTuber, it, people are weird with you. OK, because um, unlike celebrities on one end, these people will say you're not a celebrity. And then on the other end, they'll go dig up information on you as if you're a celebrity. So they'll belittle you and say you ain't shit and you just a YouTuber, but they're so curious about your other life. And the other thing about it is 
we're not like celebrities. We're kind of like um. So if you're if you want to be a YouTuber that bad, what I'm going to tell you is. The weird part about it is that they don't see us like they see everybody sees us like regular people. They see us like regular people. So we often have to appear like regular people. Like we can't be up here bling bling and all this shit, right? People will then not support you. So then they want to see you as a regular person. So as they see you as a regular person, you're like you're like one of the homeboys. Oh, I see I see you talking. You're like one of their homeboys. So then they think they can treat you like one of their street homeboys. So it's weird dynamic. I'm going to tell you, you if you want to get in this game, um, if you want to get in this game, you better have thick skin. Do not get in this game and not have thick skin. You better be able to take criticism. You better be able to take a lot of shots. I take a lot of shots. You better have people know people are coming after you. You better know that people are investigating you and, and, and tracking you down. People are hate watching you. You got to know people love you. People hang on your every word. So be you have to be careful with what words you say and how you phrase things. I talk for three hours twice a day or more. And there's not many things people try to trip me up on. When they do, they got to really dig. All right. And then when they dig it out, it's kind of like they be going to like videos in 2018. Right. They be going to like uh, 2018 videos and digging shit out. The funny thing is that I can tell is because I'm like, that wasn't a current video. <laughs> that video was like a member's video that was on Vimeo. That wasn't even available to the public. <laughs> it's like, wow, they really be digging shit out. Like, wow, they really went. So anyway, you guys got to watch out for this. You guys got to really understand that, that that is a part of the game. Right. And when they see you winning, it, it upsets them. It upsets them. It it really is a sad thing. It upsets them. They go on a crusade. Um, and I feel bad. Like there was a guy, <laughs> the influencer. Yeah, influencers are real. There was a guy that we got a great super chat on our show earlier this week. And this guy had been following me around. Apparently, he went on the person's personal YouTube page to comment on why he, he shouldn't have gave me the money. It's a weird thing, man. It's a weird thing, but listen, I've been doing this all my life uh, in my profession, so I know about this, and I know what it comes with, and I know how to ignore it. You know, I know how to not get involved with the drama, and I know that these people are giving me free marketing, but it's weird, man. So if you want to get a part of this game, don't just think it's all glitz and glamour and adsense money. No, it's not. You become, you can become one of the people who are a pseudo-celebrity. You become above the masses of people who are the consumers or the watchers. But yeah, somebody said it, keep the blinky. Everybody knows, right? My members know. I'll be locked and loaded. If you follow my Instagram, I don't mess around. I don't mess around. When I do my show, everything's near. <laughs> everything's near and dear. Just me and my girlfriend. Just in case somebody gets froggy. Okay, and everybody knows I can use it because if you see my Instagram, everybody know I go for the JFK Skull Park and I'm good from a good distance. <laughs> and I got the early alert system and I got great surveillance. So don't think you about to roll up on me and catch me slipping. All right, but I know I have to do this as part of the job. <laughs> so do what you do. All right, do what you do, but keep that shit on the internet. <laughs> All right. 
Somebody says to read the comment sections. All right, uh, Brian McKnight, enough about that story. But apparently, it looks like she started it on Instagram by talking about him being an absent father. And though she alleges, she alleges that she didn't even give clues to who it was, McKnight responded by publicly stating that Brianna was a promiscuous and incestuous minor, and therefore he hoped undermining Brianna's credibility regarding a post that did not even identify him. What a sad state of things. I'm just going to tell you. It's sad that even your own freaking family, even your own family, even Brian McKnight, I think he was somewhat out of place there. He was somewhat out of place. Um, Even your own family will be the people who will bring you down quicker than even strangers. Remember, family, relatives, proximity, and people who look like you. And this goes on both sides for Brian McKnight. Even him, proximity, relation, and uh, people who look like you. Sad. Always remember that. But there are some strange people on the internet that think that, um, you know, that uh, <laughs> they think they're like, oh, you just a little dude over there, ball old man. I'll be like, boy, you run up around here. You run up around here and shit will have holes in it. I mean, it will get ugly quickly. All right. Don't think. Got to catch me slipping real bad. But yeah, man. But, uh, you know, don't don't think don't take the kindness for weakness. I enjoy what I do. But I realize what's out here, and this is no threat. This is definitely no threat, but I do protect. I do protect myself. And if it comes to that, it needs to come to that. But I love it. But if you haven't, if you, if you think I'm lying, Instagram will show you. I mean, listen, the information's out there available, but keep it nice and neat. Let's keep it nice and neat. No need to get, no need to get weird. No, no need to get weird. Just keep it nice and neat, and everybody will be fine. I typically will ignore it anyway. But uh <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you brothers let me get some super chats and then we'll get out of here shout out to Batu. yeah he said keep it cute just keep it cute keep it neat no need to go overboard and um you know what i mean if you if you like to crack jokes we crack the jokes but don't think i live in an open carry state <laughs> right it's open carry here don't think in all oh, he's outside now open carry in nevada Shout out to Batu says, uh, appreciate the constant excellence, CGA. He says, best edutainment on YouTube. He says, I feel like I've gotten over my red pill rage since I've seen most XXs as children. He says, how do I know if I'm truly past red pill rage? Well, when you can engage with women and have fun with them, right? You can have fun with them. Like, but if you go outside and you're like, oh, this bitch, right? Just go outside, have fun with them in a proper perspective. Don't overstep your boundaries. Like, have fun. Let them flip their hair. Let them laugh and sniggle and giggle. Laugh and sniggle and giggle back with them. And keep it moving. Keep it short. And move on. Right? But if you go out and women annoy you, like they laugh and giggle and <laughs> you looking at them, this bitch. Right? <laughs> You're not ready yet. Then when you see sexy women come in, you know, internet hookers. You know what it is, and you'd be like, look at her. She's a 304. If you're doing that, nah. What I say is, there go the hoes, right? <laughs> then I get on to the junior college, and I find them, and then I message them. Yeah, there you go. Hoes are for everybody. Hoes need to eat, too. You can't be mad at hoes. 
<laughs> when women come up twiddling their hair, talking about who I'm looking to get married, just be like sniggle. Oh, really? Nice. Well, I ain't the one, <laughs> right? Like, just play a little game with them. I think for for you, imagine you're playing with like uh, you're playing like catch with the with you know your neighbors. You know what I mean? The boys are outside. They see you as the man. Throw the ball for us. We'll run around. And you'd be like, all right, line up. You know what I mean? And you go back, keep going. And they think you can only throw it 10 yards. You're like, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> throw them the ball, make them run into a pole, laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I play with them like they're children because that's kind of where they are. Don't take them seriously. The biggest piece of advice to men, right? Do not take them seriously, bro. The minute you start taking them seriously, it's going to piss you off. Right? You're going to be mad as hell because they're not to be treated seriously and stop giving them what they ask for. If you give me this, just going to the three-hour mark, have you ever made a deal? Remember middle school? This is what happened to me all the time. Girls have a crush on you. They hit you. They, they they be around you. They might talk about you. Black women talk about you bad when they like you. For some reason, when they like you, look at you, burnt, crispy lip, ashy lip, ashy ass ankle, little short, sawed off shotgun, looking ass, milk dud, having ass, dirty lip, have it. She be in love with you. What they do is they take your hat. Back in the day, you used to have your ball cap. They take your hat off. Then they run around the playground sniggling and laughing. Then you chasing them around like a dumbass. <laughs> Give me my hat. Give me my hat. <laughs> they take your hat, toss it each other. You playing monkey in the middle. Give me my hat, bitch. They like you. They like you. Then what they do, you run up to you and you catch one of they goofy asses. I got you now, bitch. I got you. She take the hat. She put it up her shirt. You're like, oh, damn. Can't get that. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll give you the hat. You promise? Yep, I promise. You'd be like, I promise. I'll give you the hat. If you uh, if you just do my homework, if you just go over there and get me an extra Coke, if you buy me an ice cream, if you do this, if you do this, if you do this, I'll promise I'll give it to you. All right, and your dumb ass do it. You do it, all right? Come back in five minutes. I'll give you the hat. You do whatever she says, and you take your ass over there, and then you come back and you give her whatever. All right, guy, here's a pencil. Here's a pen. Here's my color pencil. Here's a backpack. Here's my homework. Guess what? She don't give you a hat back. She don't give you nothing back. That's when you realize she violating the contract. She don't keep her word. Remember, when we talk about people who keep their word, men keep their words, not women. They don't keep no damn words. No contract, no deal. They be laughing and sniggling at you. Well, I don't know where your hat is. Thank you for everything. So it starts there. It starts in like middle school and high school. If you do this, I promise I'll do anything for you. I'll do anything for you. They emphasize the anything. If you do this, I'll do anything. Anything. You be like, anything? Anything. They learn the power of their little peace leaf. And you do exactly what the hell she asked for. She gonna do anything to me. And you go bring her her shit on a silver platter. Here it is. Thank
thank you very much. And you'd be like, oh, what you're going to do that anything for me? Oh, sure. Absolutely. I'll do anything. What is it that you want? Take off your clothes. <laughs> what? Huh? What? I got the vapors clutch my pearls. What did you say? Take off my clothes. Oh, my God. What kind of man are you? What are you talking about? Take off my clothes. You thought, did you think when I said anything that I meant that? You're despicable. You're disgusting. As a matter of fact, I'm going to report you for sexual harassment. When I said anything, you had the nerve to believe I meant that? You sitting up there like, you sit like. <laughs> Meanwhile, she got the shit that she wanted on the silver platter because you went out there. <laughs> <laughs> yep she gonna cut you smooth I, I listen i said anything but within reason but she knew what the hell she was doing that's why she said anything she said anything this is all them dishonoring contracts so when you know that they just goofy like that that's why you just don't go break your back to give them what they want they're gonna complain or they gonna use you kind of thing a real gentleman oh i love a gentleman i love a guy that makes me laugh here you come tap dance all right oh i'm gonna make you laugh uh-huh 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 you up there cluck 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 telling jokes and shit then get guess where she going right there with the jock that can run the football past the goal line dunk 360 degrees all right she going right there with pookie he ain't told one joke he ain't cracked one damn joke <laughs> He ain't said nothing funny. And you up there tap dancing and dancing monkey ain't got Nathan out of it. You got Nan piece of piece leave out of it. And she got throttled. <laughs> right. So when you figure it out, you figure it out and it shouldn't make you mad. Shout out to your brother here. Schedule P coach. The last XX I spent time with ate her steak. Well done. Give her the prices wrong. She's just a young one. She's just young. She's just young. All right, she probably ordered the salmon too. Henry Resilient, he says, I do get them cord docks on gold diggers. Indeed, there's a way to do it, right? There's a way to do it. Uh, and he says, I have uh, had people dox me and my soon-to-be ex-wife. People nasty out here, man. They nasty. They nasty with it. All right, uh, but a lot of people just pray and pray on your downfall. Cold-blooded world out here. I've seen it. Joshua Moon says, family, proximity, people that look like you, coat. What that mean? You know what it is. What that mean? We almost done. Take these lessons and make them blessings, man. Look, ladies, I adore you. You guys are fun. You fun. But you fun the way I need you to be fun. Other than that, can't take y'all seriously most of the time. All right, right out, shout out to David. Hey, man, for some reason, I can't find your number. <laughs> but he says, news station shooter mom is on TV blaming Jermaine. Jerome, Jermaine. Jermaine. Yeah, I, I was going to play that, but it kind of fell off the thing. But yeah, she's out there. Her son shot up the TV station and she's out there saying he didn't have a father and he had mental health issues and he don't need to go to jail. No. <laughs> El Santo says, thank you for the extra content, coach. Shout out to the coach. What that mean? What that mean? Thank you, brother. And let me see what PayPal looking like. It's a cold, cold world out there, gentlemen. Once you crack the code, you become enemies of men. 
men. When you know, when you know you you know you crack the code when men come after you. <laughs> right? And women leave you alone. As you can see, do I get any problems from women on my show? I almost rarely do. I have I have men tell me their wives laugh at my show. I have women in the coach gang that love to hear. They hear. They're supportive. I have several women who super chat. Everybody knows what this shit is. But what I tell you is this is not a war. There's no gender war. This is a war between men and men and ego. And I leave these people alone. I leave people alone. I just do my show and keep it moving. But the biggest bite by that, and I said this about the manosphere a long time ago, it is not going to be women that bring it down at all, at all. It's going to be men. And I warned you that for a long time. Much of these men are threatened, jealous, and they simply can't uh, do anything but uh, with their lives. So they tend to be weird about things. It's weird, but I know this to be the case. So it doesn't frustrate me. It doesn't. I, as you know, I pay attention to my show and I'm giving them a lot more time than they need and deserve today. But I'm just warning you as a lesson. This is real out here. I don't even fear women at all. I don't fear women at all. I fear simp enforcers, and that ain't even a really significant fear. But they're danger not only to me, they're a danger to themselves and other men. And every time you guys try to drag me into that bullshit, I'm like, dude, you're part of the problem. Every time you try to drag me into that, ish, that shit, you're part of the problem. Right? It is what it is. You guys love dramas like telenovelas. You guys love it. And I, I tell you, it's a distraction. Yeah, man. The biggest problems are the people who feed into that. And as I tell you, it doesn't do me any good to even pay attention to it. So watch out for men. As much as we tell you to watch out for women, watch out for men. Men will smile in your face, and all the time they want to take your place. Backstabbers, right? Backstabbers, they smiling in your face. All the time they want to take your place. Backstabbers. Backstabbers. Shout out to Deadly Ellie. He says, don't give up, gents. Coach, got a master's degree while he can't read and needs hooked on phonics, and that's from a love, brother. That's a love position. I appreciate you indeed. All right, so what we at here? Um, we got one more. We got one more as we going out of here. And let me check the cash app over here. We got uh, our brother, no government name coach. Interesting conversation on fresh and fit last night, centered around vasectomies. Sneako press fest and fresh and fit about uh, another brother that we don't mention here, advocating for men in their twenties to get vasectomies in order to pursue high value status. And then Sneako pressed them on that. And then they were shuffling, trying to defend their boy, um, uh, men in their 20s, I never tell you to go to get a vasectomy because, you know, if you want to, that's your own personal choice. But, uh, yeah, man, you know, we stay together. All right, we got our man Lucifer in the building, says, uh, this is a co-sponsorship. Coach Ebony Crazy. Ebony is crazy. I made 1.8 million building houses in 2022. And he says, I am, I'm a GC for LGI Homes. And they sent me a 1099. Shout out to you for your co-sponsorship. I'm rich, All right. Yes, his name is Lucifer. All right. Shout out to him. You know, sometimes you got to make a deal with the devil for a little bit of, ah, you don't have to do that. Don't sell your soul. All right. Just checking to see. And, oh, my man, David from Vegas, text me so that I have your number. You know what I mean? Like, 
I be having too many people in my phone, so I forget where I got the number from it. I don't log the name. So David from Vegas, text me. You know what it is. All right. Uh, oh, we do have one more. See, I was about to go. But one more. And I want to get these brothers here because Friday is almost the weekend. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? I right, know government name says here's the Uncle CGA heart to heart conversations. The realest on YouTube. The realest. Shout out to the coach gang. Thank you for the support. Almost there. Peace. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.